Just rock. Give me Juice Podcast, man. Let's go, let's go. Figgy best in the world, that's what he do, know what I'm talking about. Ryan Rock, born and raised in the age time. Houston, Texas. Know what I'm saying? Let's go, let's go, in the jacuzzi, smoking threats, I got my feet up, uh, cut them haters off, I taught them beat it, I don't need you, spend 50 racks in cash, but it's all good, I got my visa, this roller got on staring at me like the Mona Lisa, my ghetto, 9K, I beat it like a creature, she always like my sneakers, these joy and five pink aces, let's go, I'm knocking them down, baby, back in the room, he really the one, they already know, put on all of my chains, go put on the show, no jeans, sip my juice. Calling the beans, addicts to ends. Get it back in on whatever I do. We get it in on the day. I get it rocking like this with the A. We be a ten toe down on the pay. What's up? We about to see what they say. Rockin' gym, sippin' juice. Rockin' gym, sippin' juice. Rockin' gym, sippin' juice. Rockin' gym, sippin' juice. Let's go. Gym, sippin' juice. Rockin' gym, sippin' juice. Rockin' gym, sippin' juice. Rockin' gym, sippin' juice. So let's go. Leave him. I need the Tupac, man. He's the Tupac. <laughs> I caught a pain. I caught a pain out to Cleveland late last evening. I caught a pain out to Cleveland late last evening. <laughs> Why was oh, he so man. aggressive saying that? I caught a plane up to Cleveland late last evening. I was arguing with some people because they thought that Tupac's verse was trash. And I'm like, that shit was iconic, man. There were <laughs> so many quotables in that short little verse he had. Uh, <laughs> even late last evening is just one of the funniest ones. Yeah, he he was like so aggressive. Like you you would have thought he was really come up, coming up there to kill somebody. Yeah. <laughs> but I feel like that song, that song to me just encapsulates how Tupac was at the end of his life. Yeah. You know? Just extra aggressive, fuck the world. Like even that beat just feels like, and that's why I like it so much, man. Cause it really is like a dark time, but it's also like you really feel how how Tupac was was living at that time, man. Yeah. It really is like the perfect song for how he lived his life. People want to argue what song was better, Notorious Thugs or Thug Love with uh Biggie on Notorious Thugs. And yeah, Biggie had a great classic that, verse yeah. on Notorious Thugs, man. Yeah, and that song was probably more that's that song was better on radio. It did. Yeah. And and not to mention it had um Puffy behind that. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that had a lot to do with it too. It's a popular song. But, yeah. But yeah, I think they I like both of them, man. I Me like too. I like how Biggie was pretty much rapping like Bone on there. Mm-hmm. He, you know, he didn't give you the Biggie flow. He yeah. he had to come on there and rap like Bone. <laughs> so uh, I I like that a lot. And then with the Tupac man, 
like like you said, just show it show you where he was in his life at that time. Yeah, it, it wasn't the you know how do you want it, Tupac. Mm-hmm. It was more it the Brenda's have a baby, Tupac. Yeah, nah, it was Tupac. It was like it's like a hey, I'm coming up there, I'm ready to kill. So it was thug life. I'm ready to kill Tupac. Yep. Yeah, yep. I caught a plane out to Cleveland late last. I, I, I caught a plane out to Cleveland late last evening. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I really, uh, I really fuck with that song, man. I think it's classic. That some people were were debating about it. I'm like, nah, Tupac shit was classic. Do you man. remember I like that? the fact that he was just himself? He didn't try to match the bone flow. Yeah. Did you remember that um, when that used to actually play on the radio? And they used to take out the gun, sh- the gun, the the gunshots. I want to say it was the gunshots or the gun. The, yeah, they actually took it out. <laughs> so it was it was a weird time in radio during I, that time. Yeah, I remember. I think a few times. I remember, like I was always mad they never did a video for it because yeah. I remember at the beginning of the song. I want to say it was "If I Could Teach the World," which I hated. But at the beginning, they play a, a clip of uh, "Thug Love." Every time I saw yeah. the video, I'm like, oh, they finally playing Thug Love. And it goes into, why do I say hi? I'm like, oh, I hate this fucking song. That used to be the worst. Whenever they oh. whenever they do videos and they show a, uh, they play a clip of uh, a hard-ass <laughs> a song. song? Yeah. yeah, you be like, oh, shit. And then you're like, oh, the video coming. Or they the, yep. the worst is when they do it at the end. The end of the video, then it's like, a, oh shit, they, they about to, yep. they about to do the video for this song, <laughs> and they don't do it. That's kind of like remember the Dipset song, and then they played the Killer Cam at the end when he had the Pink yeah. Range Rover. Yeah, it was just like they they played that because I like that song, but mm-hmm. it was only like a little piece of that. So, yeah, but um, it used to be worse with other cases though. You had like a little, t- probably ten seconds of a hard ass song. You'd yeah. be like, oh shit, the video coming soon. No video for that. I remember on Eminem's Guess Who's Back video, they played play like a little snippet of that Obi Trice real name no gimmick song. Oh, and yeah. And I that that Obi Trice song was hard, man. <laughs> but I didn't hear it. So every time I hear it, I'm like, this beat sounds crazy, man. But then it goes into that Eminem song that I fucking really I used to love that damn song, man. <laughs> Eminem's first single was always like my least favorite song on any album he put out because it was like some goofy cartoon sounding shit. Guess who's back? Like, again, like, oh, you sliding around playing Eminem in your car? You on your own? <laughs> <laughs> I was sliding around listening to that for sure. Yeah, I wasn't man. driving to nothing, but I was def- I, w- I definitely would have been sliding around listening to that. Think <laughs> <laughs> so you like, guess who's back? Yeah. Back. Back, Just like back. in the damn video. <laughs> Guess who's back? Back, back, back again. <laughs> oh, man, that's too funny. <laughs> dun, dun, uh, dun. <laughs> Miguel says, did we see... Oh, we got to talk about that, by the way. Jalen Green on uh, Playoff P's podcast. Yeah, we got to talk about him on the... Uh, Paul George. Uh, Paul George podcast. That's right. I, I, I only saw the clips. I didn't see the whole thing. Because look, call, man... Yeah, I ain't calling him Playoff P. That's the yeah. name of the podcast. I'm 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 sure, but I'm not going to play. He's Powerade P. Yeah, he ain't fucking, <laughs> he ain't playoff P. <laughs> but look, man, most most athlete interviews are fucking boring. I feel like the clips are the highlights. So I just watch the clips because most, especially when an athlete is currently playing, 
they're yeah. gonna be super PC most of the time, man. The the only thing that was really shocking was like the John Wall one. That but I then, was about to say, I I enjoyed that one. Yeah, but then again, lose. he's he's near the end but, of his career, so yeah. he's just speaking on how he feels. Yeah, but a damn near rookie like Jalen Green is not gonna give you the content you really want to hear yep. at this point in his career. So I just saw the clips of it. We could talk about that. Yeah, I realized that too because it seemed like. I don't know, for some reason, it seemed like, like I went to one of the Texans press conference um, uh, a couple weeks ago, and I want to say Will, I think it was Will Anderson. Will Will Anderson was up there, and I'm just like, man, he wasn't giving us nothing, man. He, it's, mm-hmm. It seemed like they kind of hide these players and make them computers where yeah. they don't open up, where they just like, you know what, I just want to be the best person on the field, and my job is to get, it seemed like they memorized that shit. Yeah. Well, I'm just like, man, like, I get it. I, I totally get it. But I don't know. It's just like, I want to go to a fun press conference, man. I want to hear, yeah. I want to hear players lighten up. I mean, I know the questions don't, you, you can't really, you know, have fun with the questions they're being asked. Mm-hmm. But, but man, like, I, you're right. Them interviews be boring as hell. Yep. Yep. I also got to ask you about the, the shirt, man. I've been looking at that and I just realized the, Texans logo is upside down. Uh, oh yeah. So um so this shirt, I actually made this shirt. Okay. So this shirt, I um I made this shirt. So um the I guess the inspiration behind this is so I got a pair of Travis Scott's that's the same color as this shirt. So you know the Travis Scott shoes got the backwards uh Nike check. Mm-hmm. So I just so I was going to a uh I was judging the tailgate, so I, I just put this on backwards to kind of Okay. I was wondering if it was like a disrespectful thing, like the upside down longhorns. Oh, no, no. Yeah. I probably need to change this because everybody keep thinking it's disrespectful. Yeah. (laughs) So I'm like, nah, it's not like that. Yeah, you know how people are about that horn shit. Yeah, I didn't realize that that shit was a big deal like that, man. (laughs) They made it a big deal, but you know how fans are, man. You know how sports fans are. But anyway, welcome to another exciting edition of the Gems and Juice podcast, y'all. We are back at it. This is probably going to be a short one because we just had an extended conversation with uh, Landry Locker. Make sure y'all check that interview. Very good talk with Landry. You know we love chopping up with Landry, man. So good time. We talked about the movie White Men Can't Jump and um, some other hot takes he has and all, all kinds of stuff we talk about music movies everything so make sure y'all check that out it's a good long listen so we're not going to keep this one too long man we're just going to get right into it some topics and things that happened this week just kind of react to it so first off thinking man how, how's your week been are you are you heating up you you anything going on in uh sports real 610 land what's going on there um it's the same old same old it's kind of it's kind of a weird time because i, I want to say it's like TAs right now or something like yeah. that. Yeah. So um we've been kind of keeping up with that. But um it's kind of close to the dead zone, man. People getting ready for um it's gonna be training camp in a minute, man. <laughs> so um and you know we all gonna be put to work <laughs> once yeah. once the season starts. So I think a lot of people starting to take some time off a little bit, rest up, enjoy some of the dead time. But um as far as me, man, I just been I've been chilling, man. I ain't been doing much. Uh, yeah, just 
just been just been working, man. Trying to improve this damn podcast, man. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you, man. I see the work too, man. So very much appreciated. Um, so let's get into some topics, man. Let's just get into some shit that happened. Um, I guess we can start with the NBA playoffs that we thought we have a a finals matchup by now. Yeah. Um, we thought it would be the Miami Heat versus the uh Denver Nuggets. But only one of those teams has done what they were supposed to do, man. A Jokic and crew went ahead and, and packed up old man LeBron, sent him <laughs> back home to L.A. And no, oh, we got to talk about that first, man. Yeah, okay, yeah, the, the, uh, we got to talk about this Denver L.A. series. Um, and, and your boy LeBron I, back at it. Got, got a lot to regular, think about. He got a lot to think about. Got a lot man. to think about. That's, that's he, all he, I he might to retire. Say. He might retire, according to LeBron. I got a um, lot to think about. <laughs> with basketball. A lot mean, to think you, about. You mean in terms of coming back next year? Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. So, you got a lot to think about, man. Got a lot to think. He, 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 look, he's not here for conference finals, okay? He's been there before, okay? He's not there for regular season stuff. He's there for finals and championships. So, he got a lot to think about. <laughs> Biggie, uh, number one, your reaction to the Lakers getting swept and LeBron allegedly con- contemplating retirement. Now, I think he's kind of walked this back already. I think the next day he says something like, why would I walk away when I'm better than 95% of the league right now? Which I think is a huge stretch, but yeah. okay, LeBron. But uh, what is your thoughts about uh, LeBron teasing a retirement right now i think look man this is straight out the lebron book man i surprised people <laughs> look the book he he probably still on page one on but <laughs> <laughs> look he do this all the time man whenever because look i think he's going into his last year until he can do that player option or something and he'll probably opt out and either retire or get more money He's in that this this is a power move to me. This is a power move saying, "Hey, the GM need to do something. You need to so something is probably go get Kyrie. I need I need Kyrie." But this is one of those moves that I got to think about it. Let me you know do something because he did it to the Cavs for years, man. The whole um yeah, I'm I I need to make my decision or I'm not sure what I'm going to do. Which puts that will put a franchise in a bad space because now you don't know what the fuck you're gonna do. And he probably you you probably gonna either A go all out and he and end up with nothing, or B don't do shit and end up with nothing. So I think to me, I think that was just a power play to try to get the GM to say, hey, do something. Add some more pieces. We need to win now, type thing. I don't I don't think LeBron, it, it, from LeBron's point of view, it probably wouldn't have been smart for him to be like, oh, yeah, you know what? Um, Denver was the better team, and we'll be back next year or something like that. Because otherwise, you never know, the GM might run it back with that team. Um, but I think it was one of those uh, power moves to try to, you know, put the the GM feet to the fire. That, that's all it was. He, no, he, he ain't about to retire with uh, – with, a year left on this deal like that. I, yeah, and, and two plus, years left, 50 million each. 
Yeah. He, he, I mean, one year left in the option for yeah, 50 million. So yeah. So take me one year. Yeah. Yeah. So he ain't, first of all, he ain't about to just leave that on the table. Mm-hmm. Second of all, he won a retirement, uh, he won a retirement, uh, I guess what you call it, a, a tour. Tour. Yeah. He won a retirement tour. So I don't think that was going to be the last of it and that and he just walk away and that's it. It's going to be a year. I don't know when, maybe in 2 years. Maybe when Bronny comes to the Lakers or something, I don't know. But it's going to be a time where he say, "Hey, this is my last year. I'm going to go all out." Because he going you know, and everybody going to want out of all out of all players, he going to want that. So I don't I look, he ain't got nothing to think about, man. He probably trying. Yeah, he got a lot to think about. Uh, who he gonna play with? Maybe a lot to think about with Anthony Davis. Maybe sh- should I get him traded or what? Mm-hmm. But nah, he nah. Come on, that's it, man. He ain't he ain't retiring, man. I ain't believe that one bit. Yeah, I agree, man. It, it, and and to your point, not only I think was it a power play to get the GM to do something again, which he loves doing these subliminal messages to the GM. Um, I think it also was a change of narrative that LeBron just got swept, you -hmm. know, because you know how the conversations go. Everything he does built either goes for or against the resume, you know, and him getting swept will, will go against what people consider. Like people already said, okay, that's it. Jordan, the goat now, no debate. (laughs) I've heard people say that, man. So, like, I think it shifts the narrative to LeBron just got swept to LeBron. It's oh, we might lose LeBron. LeBron might retire. So now that's the topic, you know. And here's the thing, too. I have a conspiracy because there was a story that came out a few weeks ago, maybe a few months ago, that LeBron uh, had uh, had the producer of The Last Dance film this season with the Lakers. So my conspiracy is if he actually won a championship, he might have retired then and there just Mm. to go out on a Jordan type of retirement, you know, Mm. because, yeah, the retirement tour would be nice. And I'm sure he wants to do that. But ending with the championship, a legit championship in L.A. And this is recorded. And this is recorded. Yes. So, yeah, no, that definitely makes sense. I know he was going around with a crew. Yeah. So that would have made sense because now he can use that and make millions of dollars off of it and use that as his retirement tour. Exactly. So uh, that that could be it too. But yeah, no, definitely he he's going to want a retirement tour now and all that stuff. So yeah, of course, it was just LeBron lying again. You know, the LeBron lying meme <laughs> about how he knew Kobe was going to score 81. He knew all this shit. So, okay, LeBron, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> do you LeBron feel like being LeBron? Do you feel like this did uh, put a dent on his legacy, him being swept like this? Nah, nah. I mean, it's fun to troll LeBron fans and act like it did, but really, come on, he's thirty eight, man. And like, look, he, Jordan at yeah. thirty eight wasn't this competitive. He wasn't this good, so I can't act like this counts against him. He he shouldn't even be this good at thirty eight, man. Yeah, and really? not to mention the Lakers were the seventh seed, and they yeah. lost to the number one seed. People forget exactly. Denver was the number one seed, man, mm-hmm. and they just act like they just lost to an eighth seed or something. And there, I think at least two or three of the games were really close, man. 
Yeah. Like, it's not like they got blown out every single game. Shit, the last... There were games that... The last yeah, the game, last they were leading game went a lot. down to the last possession, man. And they were leading a lot. I want to say yes. they were double digits. I thought they was going to win that game. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm thinking like, oh, they avoided the sweep. But um, they actually lost that game. Yeah. <laughs> In the second half. So yeah, if you actually look at the game, they there is there they were in every game pretty much, and it could have gone either way. But look, Denver's the better team. Um, I think Jokic has proved that Embiid just got that MVP yeah. just by crying a lot. Yeah, look, man. Yeah. <laughs> look, man. I, I think we talked about it before. I will yeah. walk. I will walk that back, man. I think he probably should have <laughs> got. He should have got three. I, look, I, and my whole thing is. Like I, I, I feel like, I, like the way the NBA works, it made sense for Embiid to get it because mm-hmm. they usually don't get nobody uh, three time, uh, three MVPs in a row like that. But if I'm being honest, he probably deserved it this year. <laughs> yeah. So I will, I will, I will, that- at least, I will at least walk that back. He probably do deserve it this year. And and you're right, it it do look crazy because he's in the finals right now. And didn't win MVP this year. <laughs> that's that's what I said when 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 it, when the vote happened and every like it was a big debate. I'm like, look, it's gonna look really goofy if the year that Jokic really should have got it, he didn't get it. Yeah. So, look, man, like I said, it's not like Jokic is going against prime LeBron, prime Kobe, prime Jordan. Okay, he is being compared to his peers. And if he's better than them for three years in a row, he deserves it three years in a row. Yeah. But, yeah, people just want to look in the context of, well, Jordan never got it. Kobe never got it. LeBron never got it like that. So, yeah, like, I don't care about that, man. I care yeah. about what's happening now. And if he deserved it, he deserved it. I, I think we'll look back at this MV. We'll look back at the MV, the uh, Embiid MVP the same way we look back at the Russell Westbrook MVP. Mm. Okay. Clearly he didn't deserve it. He did something nobody unheard of. Nobody did since Oscar Robinson. Fair enough. But look what kind of player he is, man. Look what he's done since then. Look what he even did before then. Not much. Yeah. So, yeah. he, he th- th- These are asterisk MVPs to me. Yeah. Okay. Espe- especially the way MB showed up in the playoffs. Yes. Like dog, I know it's a regular season award, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but no. Yeah. No, Jokic that should have gotten a regular season too. That man, that was embarrassing, man. And I know James Hart got the butt of all jokes. Mm-hmm. But clearly, a lot of people already felt clearly James Harden was probably the third best player on that team. So I mean, I know he ain't getting play, paid like the third best player. Yeah. But dog, you got you got the MVP on that team. Like, nah, he need to get some of that smoke. <laughs> like, I think everybody know what James Harden is. And James Harden probably know what James Harden is. But, dog, you got Joel Embiid, who didn't show up that last game, who was the MVP and got it over the Joker. And the Joker is is walking to the finals. He, he literally swept to the finals. So, yeah, yeah. Embiid, man, I ain't gonna lie. Embiid got it. He might need to fly to Denver. And give up that, <laughs> and get uh, get the Joker that MVP trophy, man. Honestly, look, it's gonna <laughs> look funny in the light. 
It's going to look funny in the light. Shit, it look funny in the damn dark now, man. No, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, it look very funny now, man. Yes. <laughs> like, I'm embarrassed I even took up for him, man. <laughs> and, and and to be fair, I wasn't really saying like, oh, yeah, he, he deserve it more than, you know, Joker and all that stuff. Mine was more of, you know, the way the NBA worked over the years. Like, it, we always had that debate of so-and-so should have got it, but... He won it twice already, so they got to be fair and give it to uh, Giannis or something like that. It, it was always something weird like that where it didn't make sense. It never made sense. So that was my whole reasoning behind it. But, uh, no, they need to start being fair at this point. They they just need to be honest and just give whoever's the best player in that in that year. The best team, the best player, however they do it, they just they should have gave it to him three times, man. Yeah, it's Kendrick Perkins' fault, man, because he made everybody feel like a, a racist for voting for Jokic. <laughs> so how, how it's do, Kendrick Perkins' fault, man. How crazy do people, these media types look now, man? Like you got Lisa Salters talking about she, she never he had really never seen him play. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, what the f- <laughs> like you covered it? You covered the mm-hmm. NBA, man. Like what? What? Like what is wrong with you? Like I I get it. Like, like, dog, you she can't say nothing like that, man. And then she had to give him the MVP trophy when they won the conference finals. Yeah. So I'm just like, how silly do that look? And then you got Mark Jackson. Look, she she didn't even have the sense to lie about it. Like, yes. How? Why does she even admit that? She, very, very. Yeah. She should have said something like, "Man, I feel like people don't really pay attention to him that much, mm-hmm. and he don't really get the credit." He, she should have said anything like that. But for her to sit there and say, you know, I had no idea he was this good and or I was sleeping on I forgot exactly, I'm paraphrasing, but like come on, man. This it's, it's crazy, man. Yeah, it was NBA coverage is embarrassing, man. Let's be real. Like a lot of it's people sad. who just don't watch games and just build on narratives, e- even everybody's favorite show inside the NBA. Then half the time Chuck be talking about how you didn't even watch a game, you know. <laughs> He was watching, I think the Nuggets in the last series, he was talking about he this game is so boring. I, I, I don't watch, I turned the channel to hockey. Like, man, <laughs> shut the fuck up. You covered he paid a lot to watch NBA games, man. Can you at least do that? Yeah. It ain't like we gotta fucking write an essay. <laughs> um HRW, what up, man? On Twitch, what HRW up? says, What up, fellas? That's me. I feel some type of way uh that the greatest in the game didn't win three. Look, I, I understand that, but this is the this goes to my problem with the NBA and, and the talk around it. It's all built around these narratives, man. One thing I really respect about Michael Jordan is that he always downplayed calling himself the GOAT. He said, in his own words, I can't call myself the GOAT because I never played against other greats. I never played against Magic Johnson in his prime. I never played against... Uh, like fucking Will Chamberlain, Oscar, like he didn't play against all the other great players in their prime. So he can't just say that he was the best, you know, and, and LeBron, of course, will will say he's the best now because he plays into it and is like, whatever. Yeah. But these narratives of so-and-so is better than so-and-so because he has more awards, this and that. Who gives a fuck, man? You play against your peers, you play against who you're in front of right now. It doesn't matter what Jordan did or Kobe did, okay? So my my whole take is if 
somebody deserves it, it three times in a row, that does not make them better than than uh, Jordan. It does, not, it does not make them better than Kobe or LeBron. It doesn't make them better than anybody who played 10, 20 years ago. It yeah. makes them better than everybody who's playing right now. Yeah. If they're the best right now, give them the award three times in a row, man. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. And um, like I said, I think it would be a conversation if he won three times. And people, oh, would, yeah. and, uh, and of course, people would be saying, "Oh, he, is he better than Shaq, or is he the, better than Tim?" Dun uh, of course, that shit gonna pop up, and you know, it's gonna be it's gonna be kind of weird trying to debate that because it's a current player in the league right now, and now it's not like he's LeBron status where he probably about to hang it up in a year or two. So it it would look kind of weird, but hey, man, get get the best person award, man. <laughs> like stop yeah. trying to be fair and try to, you know, um, oh this per he can't win it three times because of mm -hmm. this. And, like no, if he dominating three straight years, man, give it to him three straight years. Yep, yep. <laughs> and he beat the only reason people said he doesn't deserve it. Oh, he hasn't done anything in the postseason, which again, it's a regular season award, but whatever. Yeah. So look, he's been to the finals now, so all excuses are moot at this point. If he keeps balling out. And everybody else keeps disappointing. Keep giving him the award until somebody beats him clearly, man. Because fuck it. But whatever. Who cares? <laughs> Armchair GM keyboard coach on uh, YouTube says, if LeBron retires, who will be the best in the league? I mean, you would have to say Jokic is the best right now. Um, yeah. Even with LeBron in the league. But this has been a conversation, man. It, it's been a conversation of... Who no, nah, I mean not of who's the best, but who's gonna be the face of the league oh, okay. when when LeBron retires and when Steph, I mean, Steph is getting up there too. Yeah. He'll probably have a drop off in his play. Yeah. So who is like the next face of the league when the guy when these guys are done? I don't know, man. Yeah, no, that's a good question, man. I'll, yeah, I don't know, man. Because Do you think the NBA is in trouble? When they don't have a LeBron to talk about every single week, um, I think first take and uh, <laughs> undisputed, uh, yeah, undisputed would be <laughs> in a little trouble because they can't talk about LeBron no more. They got to talk about the uh, fucking Cowboys, <laughs> and that's it. But um, I think I think those shows would be in trouble. But honestly, I think. I think the league could be in trouble, man, because ain't no like who like it's some good players in the league, but ain't nobody polarizing like LeBron. Like LeBron is polarizing for good, bad, whatever you want to say. He is polarizing. And it's low-hanging fruit to get topics about LeBron, man. Every time like it oh, they was having a GOAT discussion about LeBron when he got swept. Mm -hmm. It was a Jordan versus LeBron conversation like dog like that ain't gonna happen once LeBron retires like I mean that would that will happen for the last time when he retired but once he gone gone they can't bring that shit up no more so I don't know I think I think they kind of I think they kind of will be in trouble man because I don't know who else they gonna bring up unless it's like um Victor Winburn Wimby, Wimby or whatever his name is. <laughs> it's kind of Wimby. That's yeah, Wimby. Yeah, I think uh, unless he become the next LeBron or some shit, I just don't think. 
I, I don't think it's anybody that polarizing, man. And he probably, you never know, Wimby might not even be that type of person like LeBron. Yeah. So he might be a little laid back. He might, shit, he might be a Tim Dump. Duncan type of uh have a Tim Duncan type of personality. So and and here's the issue, and, and I know it's gonna sound like xenophobic, but if the face of the league is not American, that that will be a problem. And, oh, and, and this is what this is what baseball has gone through with Shohei Otani. You know, mm-hmm. Shohei Otani is probably the best look. He's pitching in in, in hitting at he, a, he's, a, a high rate. He's the best player since. Name whoever, man. Yeah, or and, and probably better than that. Like exactly. people, people already saying he be, he's better than Babe Ruth. Yeah, I mean, look, he's doing shit that people haven't done in in long ass time, man. And he's doing it at a high level. He should be the face of the league, but he's Japanese. He don't speak English really, and it's tough to market him. I guess as the face, it, it's not like fucking Barry Bonds. Everybody yeah. knew who Barry Bonds not, was back in the day, man. Yep. Everybody knew Mark McGuire, yeah. Sammy Sosa. They knew these dudes, yeah. man. Ken Griffey. Exactly. Ken Griffey Jr. But how many people really know Shohei Otani who aren't heavy in the sports? CJ Stroud didn't even know who he was. Yeah. He was doing the he interview. Know, that one guy, what's his name? Otono or what the fuck yeah. you say? Otani, yeah, yeah, yeah. They asked yeah. him who was his favorite players in baseball. And he couldn't even name him, but he was talking <laughs> about uh, Otani. Yeah, and then he like, yeah, 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 Otani and, and Trout. So it's just like, damn, that's about, this is a NFL athlete, man. So you would assume yes. he follows from California, man. Extent. Yes. <laughs> so imagine what the regular person who does not follow sports like that thinks about baseball, man. Yeah. So and it's, to be fair, like Jokic speaks English, Victor speaks English, so it's like they're not gonna have that barrier. But just having a non-American face of the NBA will be hard for some people to swallow. Man, it yeah. won't make them as marketable. They're gonna be huge overseas, of course, but here the NBA, it's not gonna hit like a LeBron. It's yeah. not gonna hit like a Kobe. It's not gonna hit like a Steph. It's not gonna hit like any of those dudes, man. Yeah, because so. look at to me, look at somebody like um, Giannis. Like I think Giannis is a a a, a great player, mm-hmm. but can, I mean, can we really relate to, to Giannis? Because like he's from Greece, he's he's a Nigerian yeah. from Greece, with a with a strong accent. So like I think I think we rock with him, but I don't know if it's like he's worthy of like first take the first segment. Nah, like I just, I like he's not the, like he, first of all, he's not that type of personality. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if it's, I don't know if anybody opening the show talking about what Giannis did. Yeah, unless, so when, unless it's strictly when LeBron, game, unless it's strictly on the court. So when LeBron retires, what would be like the A story of <laughs> uh, the NBA? A, won't have NBA. nobody, man. Really, it, they they're they're, yeah. they're gonna have to force somebody to be the new LeBron. Yeah, you got to force it, and it's gonna be awkward. Yeah, it, it's gonna be like I'm, and I'm talking about for like a good reason, like a mm-hmm. because like I feel like the low hanging fruit too is probably John Morant. Yeah, let's talk about what John Morant did on Instagram <laughs> or something. It it would be something like that, but I don't know who that next person is, man. Like I I really don't. 
Yeah, they better get this new TV deal and whatever done quick while LeBron's still here, man. Because yeah. I feel like coverage of the league will just drop. People will stop caring as much. It won't be as fun to talk about on sports shows if LeBron ain't there, man. Yeah, I'm. I, I, so I looked up some young stars in the NBA. So let me know if if, if this is if these players are like a topic worthy. Okay, Jason Tatum. Hell no, and I he he's a baller. I like him, but no. Yeah, uh, Zion never plays, so no. Uh, Luca, that's an international player though, but yeah, that's probably the one everybody talk about. To be honest, he got to leave Dallas though. <laughs> he ain't yeah. winning there. Yeah, uh, John Morant. Yeah, I mean, I we mean, had that conversation. It's, it's been more for off the court. Off the court, he could be the A story. On the court, I don't think so. Yeah. Um, Joel Embiid, we, we kind of had that conversation. Nah. Yeah, Trey Young. No. I, just, yeah, I no. don't think so either. Um, they got Carl Anthony Towns. Nah. Uh, no, Devin no, Booker. No. People, I heard an argument made for him because he's like with the Kardashians, but I just don't see it. He's not he's not that kind of player. Plus, he's born as fuck. So, no, nah, yeah. I, I don't see it with him. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm looking through. Um, Donovan Mitchell, no. No. Uh, <laughs> Anthony Edwards, no. No. <laughs> like, no, none of these people on here, really, Jalen Brown, no. Kyrie Irving, that's that's. Off the court, yes. Yeah, that's kind of up there with John Morant to me. (laughs) Like, all Mm -hmm. for the wrong reasons. Ben Simmons, no. (laughs) Except for a topic of why he doesn't play ever. But that's really it. Yeah, I'm just, man. Yeah, I don't know anybody else that's, that's like, kicking off a, um, that's kicking off first take. Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) Uh, Armchair GM says, uh, Harden will give them takes, but not enough. Maybe Booker. I just don't see either of them, man. Like Harden, Harden, no. Like Harden is polarizing, I guess, but it seems more people hate Harden than like him. Like a lot more people hate Harden than like him. So it's not as even as like a a LeBron type thing, man, where you got like a lot of people who love him, a lot of people who hate him. I feel like the Harden's more hated. And if you like Harden, you're in a minority. Yeah. I think, man, and, and two, man, I'm looking at all of these young stars, like, I think the uh, it's an article on young stars under the age of 25 or something. They seem all quiet, man. They, they, yeah. they, they're not like a, like LeBron wasn't quiet at all. He came in as a leader. He came in as the guy. Mm. It seemed like all of these younger players are super quiet, man, and kind of stay to themselves. So I just don't I, don't, I don't see none of these people kicking off Sports Center or, or first take or nothing. Nah, and that's why I like like that's why I like what the Memphis Grizzlies were doing at first. I mean, they embarrassed themselves by losing bad, but yeah. I like the fact that they were talking shit, man. I'm like, let's bring some more personality back into the league, man. Let's have some more rivalries. We that's what's missing. I feel we yeah. we need more rivalries and people talking shit in the public, and it's just everybody kind of friendly, man. I don't know. It's it's not really like it used to be. Armchair says Jalen Green. Come on, man. <laughs> Come on, man. You better hope he ain't in the damn trade <laughs> to bring yeah, a, a star in. You're going to be on with the Guangdong Tigers pretty soon, man. <laughs> so I guess we'll talk about that. Armchair says we were spoiled with the last decade of basketball. Yeah, definitely, man. I feel like 
just a star power. We had KD, prime KD, prime Steph, prime LeBron. So many yeah. great players, man. And it was great to see them battle. Prime mm-hmm. way to, even, like... Yeah, even people like Dame Lillard. I know he ain't really get that far, but he had some good moments, man. Yeah. Like, just people like that, man. I, I just don't see nobody like that no more, man. <laughs> nah. And maybe some, there's somebody who hasn't been drafted yet who's going to set the league on fire and be the new face, man. But yeah, I think I, anybody currently, no, I don't see it. Dog, I'm looking at this list. They got number one, Luka. Um, these are, uh, I want to say, the top 25 players under 25. They got mm-hmm. Luka, number one. Tatum, number two. Shea Giltris Alexander, number three. <laughs> <laughs> John Morant, four. Trey, five. Uh, Tyrese Hilburton. Like, I'm not even familiar with him, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just like Zion, he ain't going to play no more. Uh, De'Aaron Fox, Darius Garland, Anthony Edwards. Like, none of these really ring off like, oh, shit. They don't move the needle, over. man. No, they don't. not at all. Tyrese Maxey, uh, Desmond Bain. I'm just like, like, <laughs> like I don't, I'm looking at maybe LaMelo Ball would have. But he kind of got quiet a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, maybe if his dad was still kind of loud and out there, maybe yeah. he probably would have been dominating headlines. But, like, Evan Mobley, like, ain't no, like who want to sit and talk about Evan Mobley? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, HRW said, Ball Brothers, if they could have stayed on the court. Yeah, I, I feel agree. like if they, if they really panned out, they could have been, like, the next ones. But, yeah, if, if yeah. Lonzo Ball was really good, like, I, I ain't going to say, like, uh, superstar or nothing like that but if mm-hmm. he was actually good still in LA and then uh, LaMelo Ball got drafted and he was doing good and LaVar is still kind of that loudmouth yeah. cocky dude 100% they would kick off Sports Center in first take and undisputed they would be talking about them all the time man but it seemed like they kind of separated a little bit I don't want to say separated from the dad because I know they probably still good with their dad, but yeah, it seemed like they kind of got quiet a little bit and just yeah, and just I think uh, Lonzo got like soft banned from ESPN basically, yeah. and he he kind of toned it back. And then of course Lonzo was dealing with some bad injury problems; he can't really get on the court at all. And yeah. Lamelo just had a really bad injury too, so yeah, I don't know, it's not so, looking too good. They, for them, yeah, they we'll definitely could have been the ones that always talked about. Yeah. I don't know who else not on this list. This list, I'm like, who the fuck is this? <laughs> I know, man. It's it's rough. And like I said, the the faces, the best players are all like I think the top five in the future are going to be all foreign born players. Yeah, which, I think. Uh, yeah, they might try to hang on Luca. That's yeah. probably the only one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Luca's from where is Luca from anyway? He's from uh, where is he from? <sighs> Slovenia, that's right. Yeah. So, yeah, I think people just like him because he kind of looks like an American white guy. So, but yeah. he's not, man. So, yeah, white people gonna take him in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, like they I did Dirk. I don't know, man. <laughs> like, yeah, like they did Dirk for yeah, sure. Like, but even, even Dirk when even Dirk at his best when he won a championship, it's not like he was leading off Sports Center or leading mm-hmm. off. A first take. There was no undisputed at the time, but he was not leading off first take or anything, man. It was all about LeBron. Mm-hmm. When the Mavericks won, it was all about LeBron losing. It wasn't yep. about the Mavericks winning. <laughs> yep. So, mm-hmm. 
<laughs> that's just how LeBron is, man. Once once he's gone, I think the NBA is going to have a a problem staying relevant on these yeah. sports shows, man, because nobody's going to care. Damn, that's crazy. I ain't even think about it like that. I knew I yeah. knew it was going to be. I knew we was going to miss him once he left. I knew we weren't going to see anybody like that again for a minute. But I ain't think about the sports center and the ESPN and all that stuff. <laughs> point of view. No, nah, that's why, honestly, man, that's why they got to get this TV deal now. When ratings were high this year, I think the, the you had Golden State and the Lakers, man. Mm-hmm. So ratings were high in the playoffs. It was exciting playoff for the most part. So, yeah, they got to get the TV deal done before fucking LeBron retires because they're going to be a drop off, I feel. Yeah. So yeah. we'll see. So who you think going to take it all? I know, uh, I know Miami and Boston still playing. But who you think gonna take it all? I mean, I don't see the Nuggets losing. And the the uh yeah, I don't see the Nuggets losing unless something catastrophic happens, like if uh he gets injured. But I don't see if Jokic gets injured, yeah, that, that'll change things. But yeah. barring that, I don't see the Nuggets losing, man. I don't I don't see them losing uh to the Heat or to the Celtics. If the Celtics win, they'll be the funniest thing that ever happened. Peyton, maybe going yeah. from a th- a down three uh and to, to win a, a series in the finals so in the east conference finals so that'd be hilarious but it has to be uh Jokic got to close it out man yeah He's, the nuggets got to close it out yeah it makes sense because like the way everybody been kind of shitting on him a little bit i think he just got to take it all mm-hmm. like fuck it man like he can't he can't lose in the finals man like I'm not saying yeah. it's gonna be over for him, but he might as well go all the way, man. He, sh- he should have yep. won his MVP. Yeah, he, he he won the conference MVP. He might as well go all the way. He got to pull a Hakeem, man. When Hakeem lost to David Robinson, and he gave oh, yeah. the Spurs that work. Yeah, and then went ahead and uh, won a championship that year. Mm-hmm. He got to do. He got to do it. Jokic the green. The Jokic the dream. That's what I'm <laughs> calling now, man. So. Yeah, we got we got to see what they do, but yeah, I'm picking the Nuggets, man. I don't think I don't see them being stopped. Yeah, me too. I'm picking. The they got Nuggets. a long ass rest too. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I think um yeah I think it's the Nuggets no matter what. If the Heat win, I think it's even easier. <laughs> yeah, for the Nuggets because the Heat look they got the best coach in the league, but they roster is not that good, man. Outside of Jimmy Butler, so I think I think they have their way with the Heat. And if Boston pull pull the um, the unexpected, I just think they're gonna get out coached, man. I'm not I'm not really a fan of Boston coach. I I think he barely I think he getting by with that talent, man. He, oh yeah, he been getting exposed. And I'm surprised they've won these last two games because the last press conference I saw with him, he looked like he admitted he lost the team, man. Yeah, he lost a lot. <laughs> it's like yeah. damn. <laughs> so maybe he came with a really. Uh, Crazy pep talk. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, we'll see how it goes, man. We'll see if uh if the Heat close it out or if the Celtics make it interesting. We'll see. Um, other news. Um, oh yeah, RIP to Tina Turner and Jim Brown. Yeah. Uh, Tina Turner passed at 83. Jim Brown passed, I believe, at 87. So RIP to them. Did not know there's so many problematic things about them until they died, apparently. Yeah. Yeah, I so, I heard about the Jim Brown stuff. Me too. Obviously, I, I mean, I was a little younger, so I ain't know anything about it until I was a grown man. Yeah. But um, 
Yeah, I actually met Jim Brown when I was oh, up damn. in Cleveland. Yeah, because he used to be around a lot of that Browns events and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And I, to be honest, man, it was kind of surreal because it's like I look at Jim Brown as that old player from way back in the day, that that old legendary player from back in the day. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, damn, that's really the same guy in them highlights. <laughs> and them, and them, um, uh, I, I think it was black and white during that time, but way back in the 60s, <laughs> this <laughs> legendary Browns player. And um, it kind you could kind of feel people's energy where it's just like, damn, this is a legend right here. Like you could just you could just feel the energy of him being a legend right in this room. Yeah. That's how I felt. I was I was kind of starstruck a little bit. Like I, I shook his hand. It was just like, damn, this is really him. <laughs> I wish I could have got a picture with him, but uh, I'm glad. I'm kind of glad I didn't because I would have posted it. And I probably, <laughs> probably would have got roasted you support, for it. Oh, you support a woman beater, Figgy. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Speaking of which, I hope you don't get in trouble on Memorial Day for celebrating too hard. Man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was crazy. You remember that shit? <laughs> yeah, I remember. That was hilarious. This dude talking about. So I posted. So for y'all that don't know, I was um I was off of work that day. I forgot why I was off, but I was just off and I was on my balcony and I posted a cup of coffee on the balcony, saying Happy Memorial Day to everyone out there, type of thing. Or I think I just said Happy Memorial Day or something. I'm like, yeah, while you out there drinking your coffee, um. I'll be at the graveyard mourning the deaths of all <laughs> the ones we lost uh, fighting for this country. Like, dog, get your ass out of here, man. <laughs> yeah, like, there are some people who are like, remember the reason why we we fucking, you, we, we celebrate more. Remember the, like, and funny thing is, these are usually people who call people snowflakes for getting offended <laughs> over stupid shit. They're the other ones who get super emotional about Memorial Day and get mad that people are partying and having fun. Yes. So, fucking, if y'all act like that, I better see you honoring the great Dr. Martin Luther King when you off a Martin Luther King Day. Yes. I don't I don't see a whole lot of that type of people yeah. <laughs> doing something to honor him. Yes, y'all. But suddenly, we supposed to honor every veteran that died yes. by fucking y all, y all doing whatever you think is appropriate. Yes, y'all better be honoring all the slaves we lost for Juneteenth. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep, yep. But you know we ain't gonna see that shit. So I, I don't even care about it, man. Whatever. I'm glad to have the day off. Okay. Yeah. I'm glad people sacrificed themselves so we could have a day off. All right. Mm -hmm. I said that, not figgy. So put that on me. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm working that day, by the way. So it don't matter for me. Oh damn, damn. <laughs> Who's doing the show that day? Uh, Are you all, all everybody in? Us. Yep. Everybody in. I think they off oh, on damn. Friday. They decided to take off Friday. So, um, oh, damn. I don't know who the hell I'm working with on Friday. <laughs> we'll find out. <laughs> no, shit, shit, shit. We'll see. Probably Sean Bajani, man. He seems like yep. he's all Sean over the Sean Bajani and Brandon Scott. <laughs> 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 I like the fact that Brandon Scott's feeling it a lot. Me man. too. Now, that's one guy who I'm like, okay, I actually listen. When Me too. The regular hosts are out when Brandon Scott's on. Yeah. Sean, I don't know, man. I fuck with him. He's a nice guy, but yeah. <laughs> if you want to get in. <laughs> the one thing I liked about 
doing a Sean Bajani show is that he never asked for anything. <laughs> he never asked for any audio. I could just be cool and I'll be fucking reading a book or some shit. <laughs> I'm checking Twitter. Whenever he did a show and I was producing, I'd be like, I know he ain't gonna ask for shit. You, yeah. I mean, he, he might ask for like a cut or two, but yeah. he won't ask me to like pull something or get something off a video or something like that. So I always knew it was gonna be a breeze whenever he yeah. did a show. He the, just talks. The, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. The, the funny is when, uh, remember Mark Ryan? This dude used to ask for the weirdest type of audio. Yes. He'd yes. be like, hey, can you find this audio from uh, Family Guy when he said this? <laughs> Like, what the fuck? He'd be asking for shit from, like, old TV shows. A cartoon, shows yeah. yeah. A cartoon from the 1980s that I never heard of. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the... F- and mind oh, you, I'm man. like a young, fresh producer. <laughs> so I'm like, I don't know what the fuck this is. And then it'd be some goofy little sound effect. <laughs> and you're like, what the fuck? That's all he wanted. <laughs> he, yeah, he used to. And it'll be one thing if you actually had the link... Because it'd be like, yeah, I could pull that. Yes. But he'd be asking, like, to go find this thing. from. And I was like, I don't even know what the fuck that is, man. <laughs> go find the audio from Hoosiers. Yeah. <laughs> Some joke somebody said. I'm like, what? Yeah. So, yeah, that was hilarious, though. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Sean Bajani Joe's shows were always uh, easy to produce. Um, HRW says, no more all-black show? Yeah, that got deaded, man. Yeah. <laughs> that ain't never happening again. We told y'all wasn't going to happen again. I know. And we, made, and we made the best out of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we have fun, man. But, yeah, it's not going to happen again. Uh, so it is what it is. But, um, so, yeah, RIP to uh, Tina Turner and Jim Brown. Uh, long life. I know people were acting shocked that Tina Turner died. Look, man, we've had this talk before. <laughs> Anything past 80 is, look, it is what it is, man. You had a good it life. It ain't shocking, yeah. all right? Yeah. People- I'm not shocked when an 80-year-old person dies. I'm just, <laughs> hey, long life. Celebrate their life. Post some <laughs> clips of them doing shit, and, and it is what it is. That's life. Yeah, man. people shot John Madden died. Yeah. And devastated. Oh, my God. Oh. I'm like, this, 2021 sucks. <laughs> John Madden died at 97. <laughs> Fuck 2021. I would, like, like, I, would, I would like to ask people, when do you want them to pass? Like, what's right? a good time to clock out? Doug, statistically, <laughs> most of us are not even going to make it to 80, okay? Yeah. we're They are lucky to make it that long, man. <laughs> we likely aren't going to live that long. To 80 years old. So they lived a longer than average life. Celebrate them. But my day was not ruined because Tina Turner died or Jim Brown died. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. I salute them. But yeah. I, I, yeah. And and the thing is, like, it did, like, when I heard, I'm like, oh, man, damn. But honestly, like, when was the last time we seen her? It's been a I lot, haven't lot, seen her long, in a long man. time, yeah. man. Like I, I feel like Angela Bassett is kind of making up for it because yes. I always look at her as Tina Turner. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she reminded me of Tina Turner for years, man. Maybe because yep. I because of the movie, but uh, she always reminded me of Tina Turner. But I haven't seen Tina Turner in a long time, man. <laughs> so it wasn't. You know, it was kind of the uh, the John Madden effect of him yep. kind of being, you know, um, Dolo for for years. So it it wasn't like she was out here like 
like I understood. Like I know Betty White was close to one hundred years old. She was ninety nine. I think she was like ninety nine or something. I I I understand why people people were shocked by that because she was still out here active. She was she was actually still out here moving around doing stuff. So I kind of get that. But we ain't seen Tina Turner in years, man. So I, it's been a while. <laughs> I looked up Ike Turner. I didn't know he died in 2007. So, yeah, she's Damn, it was that him. long ago? I didn't know it was that yeah. long ago. Damn. And Rolling Stone made an article talking about how hip-hop has turned Ike and Tina, and Ike or Tina Turner being abused into a punchline, which they kind of have. Even to this day, Yeah, rappers be saying, like, I, I beat the shit like Ike and Tina or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. They they still be using Ike and Tina punchlines, yeah. man. I'm yeah. like, damn. I want when is the statute of limitation on that? Because we're gonna get to a point where people don't know who Ike and Tina are. Yeah. <laughs> Doc, there's a lot of rappers who talk about old shit that I'll like, I'm like, how'd you even know about that? Yeah, like the people one, still talk about OJ and yeah, stuff like the, that. The one you told me about was the Cardi B one when she mentioned that old wrestler. She mentioned Jimmy Superfly Snooker. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm like, damn, that was like in the 80s, 70s or yes. 80s or something. Yes. So, so and she younger. I, I want to say she younger than us. Mm-hmm. So it's like, damn, did you what you go on YouTube and rewatch all that shit? <laughs> well, she didn't write the verse. That's what made it very clear. I, I know, but she <laughs> she did try to defend it though. I think she did yeah. try to say like she she's into old wrestlers and all this other stuff. It's just like, come on now. Yeah. Like, that don't yeah. even make sense. Like, honestly, like, I'm at it. Like, I was born in 88. So I caught the probably the last three championships from Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. So I, I'll be lying if I sat there and said, I remember when he was playing against Phoenix and, you know, all this other stuff. This, what I think that was, I want to say that was like 1991. So I wasn't three years old keeping up with Michael Jordan, man. Like, I was fucking watching Barney or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, like I, I ain't going to sit there and talk about how I remember when them Jordans came out in 1990. <laughs> so I, Yeah, I, you know you know what really gets me? One thing that people still say, uh, the corniest punchline that people still say about an NBA player, niggas still say to this day, because I still be hearing in recent songs, money taller than Yao Ming. Every rapper got a money something taller than yeah. Yao Ming bar. Yeah. And I'm like, did y'all even see this dude play? <laughs> did y'all even remember the Yao Ming era? If you 20 something, you was probably like a little baby when yeah. he was in the league. And now it's like And he ain't played that long. Yes. Yeah, it wasn't. And like everybody Shaq. says when whenever you think of a tall basketball, you could say Shaq, but He's they always around. say money taller than Yao Ming. Yeah, I guess because Mean can rhyme with a lot of shit, so yeah. <laughs> they just go with the easy bar. Yeah. <laughs> but it's always money taller than Yao Ming, and I'm like, I got that's worse than sh- I got shooters like Steph. Yeah, to me. Yeah, they, they need to retire <laughs> that one, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, I'm getting sick of that Yao Ming bars, man. Respect to Yao Ming, but yeah, yeah I don't think these these new rappers even know him like that. Um, other things that happened this week, man, that we get into. Um, I got to talk about this Lil Durk shit. So Lil Durk released an album. Um, apparently he's on like a, 
I'm, I've changed, guys. He's on his uh, R. Kelly Christian. Did, <laughs> yeah. did you listen to his song, his single? I want to say last week or two. I weeks heard ago. the single with J. Cole. Yeah, he's trying to. Uh, and, and this is what I want to talk about too, because I've noticed a lot of the trap rappers and the drill rappers getting older and trying to walk back their content. Okay, you had NBA Young Boy talk about that. And even though he's not, I mean, he's what, 23? So he's still young. But he's still, he talk, He had a clip where he talked about how, you know, he feels about people hearing his songs and then going out and doing some shit. And how he feels guilty about it. You had 21 Savage talk about Stop the Violence in Atlanta. And everybody called him a hypocrite for saying that when all his songs are talking about violence in Atlanta. And then you now you got a little Dirk. Talking about I'm trying this, this sad song with J Cole talking about how he's trying to change his image and be a better man and um, met with politicians and the mayor and all this stuff and I'm like okay now I I, I understand you can change and I have nothing against it but I think it's interesting how uh, these drill rappers are just at the same time walking back the shit that got them popping yeah in a way. And, and changing the brand now, changing the image into a more, I guess, a, a mature person, which I I don't knock. At least he's trying, but I don't know if it's genuine, Little Dirk. Yeah, the, see, the interest interesting thing is we'll see once the numbers um, come in with this album he just released. But I think the thing that bite them, the, the thing that gets them is they try to do stuff like that, which you know I'm not mad at. But most of the times it don't work. Yeah. So they end up going back to talking yeah. about guns and all that shit. Where it's just like, man, like, all right, what are we doing? Are you, are you trying to find yourself at this point? Now you pretty much a wild, uh, a wale type of person that's just all over the place and you don't really have a lane. So that's the part that kind of um, fucked them up a little bit. But if it was a thing where they just, you know, if they went the LL Cool J route. Where he just just start making club songs and just love songs and all that shit, he just stuck to that. Like I can't be mad at that. I th- I think it probably worked out for LL because it kind of made his career last a little longer. But these dudes, they they you know they'd be on a, a positive kick for a little bit, and you know they they kind of fall off, and then they try to get back to what it what it used to be. Yeah. And it's funny because we were talking about this with Landry, kind of, but that's exactly what happened to Dr. Dre. Mm-hmm. You know, Dr. Dre leaves death row. He makes that compilation album, and his single is like, I've been there, I've done that, and like, yeah. I'm a changed man. He didn't say bitch no more. He kind of cleaned up his, his image, and he kind of flopped. So what did he do after that? He went right back to bitches and hoes, right back to the gun shit, yeah, he had a few mature songs talking about some other shit on, on Chronic 2001. But for the most part, it was bad, ignorant shit, man. And he went back to saying bitches and hoes and all that stuff. So, yeah, they, they do walk back when they realize that the kids don't want to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know, man. Yeah. Yeah. I it, No, I agree. I think. I think eventually they try to, you know, they try to be the one to step out because I do think it's a, I don't want to say it's clout chasing, but I do think it grabbed people's attention 
to hear somebody like, like, look, say what you want. Lil Baby did grab everybody's attention with that Stop the Violence song. It, yeah. It, for that moment, it did grab everybody's attention. But do you think people want a whole album of that? Hell or, no. Yeah, so he gonna get back to that stick talk. So I just, I just think, you know, I, I, I never seen anybody successful doing this, or at least not like a real street rapper. Uh, with that street image doing something like this and not going back. Yeah, man. I, we'll see how long it lasts. I better not see no more guns in the videos and all this shit if he's trying to change the image and the brand. I ain't <laughs> hear the new album yet. I don't know if he's still... I, I would assume most of it is like this usual shit you rap about. But yeah, I better not see no more thug and talk. But the reason that I kind of brought that up is because he was on DJ Academic's show. And it it didn't seem like he was this super mature, knowledgeable person at this point, man. Like he was still talking about street shit, and he did mention Gunna. I, I kind of want to play this clip if you can, if you can, because he he mentioned for the first time uh, if Gunna snitched or not. I guess DJ Academics asked if Gunna snitched because that's like the new Rorschach test for where you stand on things. Do you think Gunna snitched or not? Well, technically, it was an Alpo plea. He didn't technically snitch. And technically, you can't use this against him in court. So it's not snitching. There's all, <laughs> if you believe Gunna's lawyer and some of his PR people, he did not snitch. And if you believe everybody else, <laughs> yeah, you'll, you'll think he snitched. It depends on if you like his music or not, basically. No, nah, for at yeah. this point. No, nah, that's how so, I usually go. <laughs> so uh see if you can pull up this clip, man. It's on the uh the Instagram clip about he talked to, to DJ Academics for a while and he mentioned Gunna and whether or not he thought he snitched. Um he did mention that he hates all snitches because his uh his dad got locked up for a long time because somebody snitched on him. So he, he hates anybody who's even associated with that kind of image. But uh, I'm wondering after this, if it really is just over for Gunna, man. I'm wondering if uh, he has any chance to come back Yeah. Uh, in rap. I think it might be a rap because I know also Wheezy was uh, talking to somebody. Wheezy, his producer, yeah. basically said, fuck Gunna, free thug. In yeah. somebody's DMs on IG. Yeah. So, and that was a dude who... They came up together, basically, man. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's just shit. Oh, I got to see fucking Kevin Gates' dumbass. <laughs> uh, it shows no emotion. It, and I've always said, damn, <clears throat> does he mourn? You know, obviously, you lost... Every yeah, everybody mourn. You know, everybody show emotions. But I just can't see myself just doing this. Damn, man, this shit crazy, man. Is this, this a clip? Like, no, nah, that's not it. Okay, it's, it's, man, it's, like, you click the one, the I, link. Uh, yeah, I had to go to the page. To, uh, hold on, oh, shit. it oh, didn't pull up. Yeah, I could, it, it, it wouldn't show the whole thing. Hold on, let me oh, see. Hold it. on, whatever. So, basically, he said, I could just paraphrase it's not a big deal. He basically just said that uh, Gunner should have kept his mouth shut and he did snitch. So, okay, this is it, I think. Ooh. You should have went in there and kept your mouth closed. 
Oh, okay, yeah. That's what I was. I thought you were trying to reverse it. I'm like, hell no. I'm like, I just said, I, know, I, no, I just said, I like, know. That almost I, scares you. I'm like, yo, how did, huh? I'm like, I'm gonna like, hell no. I just never, I never, I never like, I follow. I, just, I don't know. I never like, why well, didn't I don't know. I just don't take that shit Instagram and all that shit type of shit serious. But if you a rat, you a rat. And if you rewind this clip a little bit, I looked into the camera. And I told you, if you a rat, I fucking hate you. Cause I love thug. You believe? That gunner told that that. Now I don't sit up and play games, man. That man told you should have went in there and kept your mouth closed. So yeah, um, that 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 does it, man. That was uh him, him and uh, Gunner not too long ago had a hit single about Virgil. Yeah. And now uh, now it, it seems like it's over. So what do you think, man? Do you think it's officially done for Gunner? Um, it's hard to say, man, because like I know, I know the industry and the uh, the, the street rappers can boycott him or unofficially boycott him and not work with him. But you, we talk about this all the time. We got to see how the music sound and his content and all that stuff. I, I think. Look, man, he, I think he can. If he's on a label, I still think he can. Uh, the uh, record label will still try to put him in the best way to win, to be to make money and all that stuff. Like I said, I just don't see. I just don't see the people like Future working with him because uh, Thug. Say what you want about Thug, he had a good relationship with everybody in the industry. Mm-hmm. In the industry, all all the rappers. I I never heard nobody outside of like Game or something say a bad thing about Thug. I just don't I just don't see all of those rappers that's associated with Thug or cool with Thug working with him. We, maybe he can maybe he could go the route where somebody like Nicki Minaj work with him or uh what's her name Chloe Bailey or something like that. Maybe he has some those type of features and uh maybe make more emo type of songs. But I just, I don't know, man. I just don't know if people would 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 still rock with him like that, man. I I just don't get it. I felt like it was lightweight borderline for me anyway, because mm-hmm. I felt like the music. I, I like I like the one album. I I forgot what album that was, but um, I like one of his albums. I like some of his songs. But now, what after, was it? Uh, fucking. I know you're talking about the one we talked about with the uh, um, Charles and Who. Yeah, yeah. Like I like that album. But after Wanna, I think it was Wanna, called Wanna. Yeah, I, I yeah. think it is Wanna, yeah. But um it was just some other stuff where I'm just like, eh. Like I don't know if people starving for that type of music now. I don't know if people would um gravitate towards that. Um even let's say he didn't snitch. Let's say he just got out and and he released an album like that without, you know, the uh, gunner on it. Or I'm not gunner, but without Thug or anybody on it. Like, are people running to that album or is gonna gonna play that shit? I I just I just don't know. But uh to answer your question, I is it, I think it really depends on the music, and I'm and that's to me that's stretching it. Because I don't know he he to me, he ain't in that category that, you know, the music talks and don't worry about the other shit. I mean, I mean, honestly, to be fair. Before he got locked up, he was one of the hottest rappers out. He had that push it and pee shit that was everywhere. 
Like, he is one of the hottest rappers in the game at that point, man. And, like, this is kind of a legendary fall-off, honestly. I don't know if I've heard anybody, like, who just was hot one minute and then some shit happened and then you can't put anything out. You yeah. know, at this point. So now he did. Now he did have a lot of features on his some of his big songs. Though. Oh yeah, and those features are probably not going to happen again. Yeah, and that's the that's, issue. That's man. So yeah. It's like I said from the beginning. Young Thug is the only person who can save Gunna's career. If he gives the cosign and says, "Nah, it's cool with me and Gunna. He ain't do nothing wrong," then everybody would be like, "Okay, we fuck with you," but. If he was going to say that, he would have said it by now. I mean, he's made yeah. statements on Instagram and shit already. If he felt that way, he could have put that statement out through somebody. And they could have put it out on his IG page or whatever and saved him. Yeah, But he didn't, so we have to assume that he doesn't feel that way. Yeah. So, it's it's look, he got to switch genres, man. He got to do something else because I think it's over for him in rap. Yeah, you know, who, Nobody wants the stigma of working with him now. Mm-hmm. And you can argue right or wrong, whether it's silly or not, to just blackball a dude because he didn't want to stay in prison, basically. Yeah. But that's just how it is, man. That's yeah, that's, that's how, just how the, 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 that's the how rap people culture are, is. So, yeah, that's yeah. how people are, man. People gravitate to somebody who will will stay in jail forever mm-hmm. rather than them snitching, getting out and making music. Yep. <laughs> so it's, it's it's super weird, man, but... I mean, that's that's how it is. Oh, HRW brings that up, too. Fetty Wap got sentenced to, I want to say, like six years in prison over uh, drug trafficking, I believe. And I yeah. believe he got arrested before a show, I want to say, like last year or so. And that was very yeah. random. So, yeah, yeah he was uh, arrested. I think he got, uh, he, got, he got sentenced to, I want to say, like six years. So, yeah, that yeah. shit was wild, man. Yeah, and that's very unfortunate, too, because... Um, we heard the stories about him getting screwed over with his, you know, record deals and all that stuff mm-hmm. because, shoot, he was one of the hottest rappers at one point, too. Like, it, it was super fast, but he had, like, two or three songs that was just crazy. And um, word on the street is he ain't really had, you know, the money from it. Yeah. <laughs> so he, he was out there doing what he had to do to... Take care of himself. So that that's that's kind of a sad story too, man. It's like, damn. Mm-hmm. You you would think like if me and you had a hit song, and you and it it just did so many numbers, you would think we would be good for for our life at least to live comfortable. Now I mean we 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 shouldn't be homeless and struggling or nothing, but yeah, that that wasn't the case with him. Yeah, that's rough, man. Um, so he was arrested on conspiracy um, of to smuggle large amounts of heroin, fentanyl, and other drugs into New York City. So, yeah, yeah that's another crazy fall off, man. That really never made any sense. He was just high for one summer, and that was it. Yeah, you know, so that was wild. And and, and but, the crazy thing is, his songs actually went top forty. Yeah, like, like I remember Trap Queen playing on a top forty state. Uh, uh, it was pretty much a pop, uh, I was gonna say mom and pop station, but it was like a soccer mom type of type yeah, of station. Yeah, nah, Chris, dog, white white women love that trap, trap queen. queen shit, yes, man. yes, yes. Yeah, that I was seen that seventeen thirty eight. Yeah, <laughs> I get high with my baby. 
yeah. White that's, girls love that, Fetty Wap, man. That I'm shit was people. that shit was on the uh our station up in Cleveland, which is like a very clean station that mm-hmm. don't play rap music like that unless it's in the top 40, unless it's like super hot. And uh that song was in rotation, man. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so if your it's song wild, is on man. if your song go that far, man, you should be you should be set. Yeah, that's unfortunate, man. Um, so yeah, like six years ain't forever, but yeah, it's just unfortunate that he was even in that shit to begin with, man. So yeah, that sucks. Um, other things going on this week. Uh, let's see what else. Um, oh yeah, how'd you feel about that uh, John Morant IG story, man? So I, I people were scared that John Morant might commit suicide or something, basically, because he had like a cryptic IG story where he said, thank you to his family and friends. He's like, I love y'all. He said, I love my daughter. I love my mom. Then he said like a, a picture of him talking to somebody with a microphone in his mouth or near his mouth. And he said, it just had the caption that said, bye. And everybody got worried. Everybody thought that something was going to happen. So apparently police were sent over to his home and found out he was doing well. He just wanted to take a break from uh, social media. Which is smart. Yeah. It's smart. But um, I honestly thought he was probably like drinking or something Mm -hmm. and just going through it. So... um, I ain't gonna lie, like look, man. I, I I could get emotional at times too. I like I have a heart, so I was a little worried when I seen that too, because look, man, this ain't this ain't the nineties where you had to be tough and people grew up tough. This social media stuff, man, it can it can really get to you, man. So I don't know if it it was getting to him. I don't know what he going through in his personal life, but like the suicide rate is up. I mean, it's up more than it ever been. So, um, like, I get worried when people start talking like that for some reason. Because most of the times, we never know what somebody's going through until it happened. And then it's like, damn, he seemed like he was so happy. So, uh, I was I was a little worried. But in the back of my mind, I'm like, maybe he's, he's probably drunk. And just, you know, a lot of people get drunk. And and start tweeting and Instagramming and posting and all that stuff. So uh, I'm glad he good, but I'm also glad he getting the hell off of social media for a minute to kind of regroup and get himself together. Yeah, I mean, he definitely should leave social media for sure. I mean, it's been nothing but bad for him in the past few months. But um, yeah, I, I I don't like I don't like that plan with suicide talk, man. And you could say, well, he didn't say he was going to commit suicide, but everybody knew what he was in that that what kind of message that sends when you do something. He like could have gave a little more context. Uh, yeah, hey, he I'm- just said, "I'm taking a break, y'all, from social media." But yeah. the way it was formatted, I, I just don't like. Why, that, why are you man. saying bye to your mom? <laughs> exactly, and saying bye. The the last caption <laughs> to, that says bye to your daughter. And, yeah. <laughs> It was like he knew what he was doing, man, and everybody knew how that was interpreted. I just don't like playing with shit like that, man. Like, because I've known people who look, we've known people who who've gone through it, okay. And I don't like people doing that shit for attention, period. 
And I've known a few who I took serious and then found out later that, you know, they were just kind of fucking around. So, like, I just, I don't like that, man. I, I, that, that bothers me way more than the waving guns shit, honestly, man. I don't yeah. like playing with suicidal shit and acting like you're suicidal for clout and shit like that. That really bothers me. That's like the worst thing he's done, I think, honestly, because there's people who really go through it and it doesn't get taken seriously. Yeah. And then it, it, when it happens, it's too late. Yeah, the, wor- the worst part about this is, like, I don't know his intention, but it's probably more what you just said, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Probably uh, seeking attention. But the worst part about it is he could just hide behind the mental health thing. Yes, which I'm sure he's going to do. Yeah, you can't you can't sit there. You can't call him out saying, hey, stop doing that shit. Like, that's not cool because it's going to be, oh, mental health. Mental health. I'm going through some things. Mental health, mental health. So that's the mask everybody can put on every time they do something. So, yeah, and they, like he can't even get held accountable for it. Yeah. So exactly, because you can't bully. Because you can always yeah. argue and say I, how, I was going through something, how, but we yeah. know, man. Yeah. How stupid you gonna look if you try to call somebody out and they say, "Hey, mm-hmm. I was going through some things, mental, yep. you know, uh, mental health, and I'm going to therapy." You can say all type of stuff to make somebody look stupid for calling you out. Yeah, yeah. And that's the thing that anybody can hide behind now, man. And it's like, look, it does a disservice to people who actually go through it, man. And, yeah. and that's the thing that annoys me, dog, because it's just anytime somebody fuck up now, they want to claim mental health. Ben Simmons want to claim mental health. Like, yeah. nah, man, these dudes that, just... That was some bullshit to me, man. It really was, and everybody fell for it, man. Yeah. No, that was crazy. Like, dog, he wanted he wanted to get traded because of what everybody... Because he pretty much wasn't showing up in games and all that mm-hmm. shit. He was throwing a fit, dog. Yeah, and he, he wanted to claim it was his mental health. Yeah, Come on, man. Yeah, he threw a fit in, in practice. And one of... Play the whole mental health game, man. It's just like, come on, man. That's that's crazy. Yeah, but that's just where we live in, man. Like, it's going to be taken seriously no matter what. Nobody want to be the person to call it out and say it's bullshit because you look insensitive. So we just all got to accept this horse shit in our face like it's nothing. So whatever. Yeah. But I'm sure John Morang's going to be okay, man. He's just, and look, he he's acting like a 23-year-old, man, okay? That's why I don't take none of this shit seriously, talking about his mental health, talking about his circle. Like, he's acting like a regular 23-year-old, honestly, man. Okay? He'll grow out of this bullshit phase he's in, especially when it hits him financially bad enough, and he'll learn how to do this bullshit. But but all of us were doing goofy shit when we are 23, man. So I I don't don't care. It's whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, So are you... Biggie, are you aware of this fucking uh, civil war going on with uh, Taylor Swift fans? I uh, I wasn't aware of that. I, I'm aware of the um, the Ice Spice collab. I wasn't. Sure. Yeah. I so wasn't apparently, uh, Ice Spice or Taylor Swift is going to do a remix, uh, or I think remix one of her songs with Ice Spice on it. Mm-hmm. And the reason this is controversial is because uh, Taylor Swift is allegedly dating this guy named Matty Healy. And 
he uh, has made some controversial comments, to say the least, on some podcasts and other platforms. Uh, one thing that got people really upset, he admitted to um, liking the porn series Ghetto Gaggers and being really into it. Ghetto Gaggers is, is a porn series where like a bunch of white guys take this black porn star and like just abuse her. And yeah. like it, it is real rough type shit, but it, it's porn. They got paid for it, whatever. Some people have really bad experiences about it, but it is a porn shit that's based in racism, basically. But he admits liking that type of shit on the podcast. And he also has some comments about uh uh Ice Spice. Um, okay, so he was in this episode, it was deleted. Okay, it was deleted from Spotify and Apple Music. Oh, damn. But that's... he apparently <laughs> made fun of Ice Spice. Uh, using derogatory terms about her body and ethnicity, calling her an Inuit Spice Girl and a chubby Chinese lady. And, and this is somebody Taylor Swift was dating. He that is she currently? is dating now. Oh shit! I believe I believe he's like her guitarist on her tour as well. Damn. Um, but apparently, uh, in this episode, he was asked uh, by the host. If he sounds the way, basically, he just he just shoot on Ice Spice. I can't even make sense of what this is saying. But uh, he was just, he, he said a bunch of racist shit, basically, on this, um, on this podcast. And I think it was one of those, like, edgy white guy podcasts, to be fair. It, so he, he was playing along with whatever they were doing. But it was very, it got people upset when they found all this stuff out. You know, so now there is a civil war between this Taylor Swift fan base and there are a lot of Taylor Swift fans who were kind of canceling her in a way. They've canceled their tour tickets and shit. They've said they can't support her anymore. Damn, I ain't see all of this. It, it's, dog, it's rough, man. We need I didn't to, realize it was big until like recently. We need to get our... um. Our um, number one Taylor Swift fan on. I'm glad you did that because I asked her about it. <laughs> I asked her about it and I got a statement. Okay. Uh -oh. This is our resident, our resident uh Swifty that we both know. She she's G, uh Joanna. And I asked her how she feels or how she where does she stand in the Swifty Civil War? And she gave me like a long ass essay <laughs> <laughs> about how she feels. This is how this shit serious this shit Damn, is. Man. That's crazy. She sent me this big ass essay. That's all I asked her. Where she stands in the Swifty Civil War? She <laughs> sent me this essay, dog. So I'll read the statement from the Gems and Juice Taylor Swift correspondent, Joanna. Uh, Joanna says, "You know I'm always going to support my girl. I think her relationship with Joe—I don't know who Joe is. I guess her last boyfriend. I think her relationship with Joe ended badly. Therefore, her rebound is this stupid guy." When you're as big as Tay-Tay, you can't just rebound with anyone, so you're limited to your small circle. Many of us didn't know who this guy was until he was associated with her. I'm sure she didn't know all the stupid racist shit he did, just like us. We've been best friends. We, well, we've been friends for years, but I don't know everything you've done or said. I don't like that she put that in there. Damn. <laughs> I feel like that's a shot at me. <laughs> like, I don't know what you've said. Okay, we're not dating Joanna, but whatever. <laughs> um, 
she's really good at accepting her mistakes. And even though she didn't really do anything wrong herself, she did associate with somebody who did. And she's extending her apology by collaborating with Ice Spice. And this is what really shocked me. She said, Ice Spice, which I've also never heard of until now. (laughs) Moving forward, if she stays with this guy now, that's going to be very sad. But like I said, after a breakup, people usually aren't emotionally 100%, so I get her. My poor Tay-Tay. So she's supporting Taylor Swift, but she also hates this guy. And she never heard of Ice Spice until this whole thing blew up. And that's the first thing I asked her. I was like, you've never heard of Ice Spice? And she was like, no. I could kind of see that. (laughs) Even though I know Ice Spice is, she's very popular right now. She's all over the place. But I could kind of see somebody like Joanne and not really in tune to Ice Spice like that, man. But it, it it's super hilarious seeing somebody that never heard it to heard of Ice Spice at all until this moment. <laughs> that is kind of shocking. But I'm not yeah. shocked that she never heard of her. Yeah. Um, so th- this this controversy has gotten kind of crazy. People think that she's doing a song with Ice Spice just to help pat it over. But apparently she has not really made a statement about it. I think um, it says uh, the singer who is currently traveling the country on her era's tour has been friends with Ice Spice. Um, Swift has not commented on the controversial statements made by Healy, who she's been spotted hanging out with. And some pop music fans have accused her of staying quiet on important social and political issues such as LGBTQ rights and taking a stand only when it's convenient for her. Hmm. Mm. Interesting. Um, so, yeah, she's also uh, talked about being in, in LGBTQ fights and fighting for their rights. But, um, yeah, she's with the guy allegedly. And apparently she's happy with this dude right now. She's been saying that she hasn't been happy this happy in a long time. So, look, I don't know if she should have to apologize for what he said, but it's interesting. Um, I just like the fuckery of it, man. I like seeing the fan base explode. There are people, people who go see Taylor Swift now have to write essays as to why they went to go see her. Yeah. Because (laughs) you're called uh, a racist and an enabler if you go support Taylor Swift right now on social media. Damn. So, yeah, it's rough for them, man. It's rough for the. I don't think it's yeah. been this rough since the Kanye incident. Yeah. And honestly, I think she got a lot of uh, favoritism for that. Because I'm, I'm not trying to sound like Joanna, but I ain't really know Taylor Swift like that to the Kanye sh- yeah. shit popped off. Yeah. I had no idea. I, like, I wasn't seeing her all the time. But since that moment... I've been seeing number Taylor Swift, number Taylor Swift. So um, it kind of worked out for her on that part because it got uh, the people I, I I usually associate with hip to Taylor Swift. But um, yeah, man, this is I, I like seeing stuff like this when it's something that you don't have nothing to do with. Yep. <laughs> like, dog, how many times we got to sit there and have these long the baby says something or yeah. <laughs> yeah, the baby or R. Kelly or all this other stuff that we got to sit there and tiptoe around and debate and should you listen to this music or no? And 
Like, I just like sitting back and just watching them go at it and, and, and freak out. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I kind of wonder um, if Ice Spice gives a fuck, you know? I mean, I'm sure she's happy she's getting on a Taylor Swift song. Now, honestly, that's be big for her. Honestly, I would not. I would not care at all, man. It's, that's Taylor Swift. How many mm-hmm. people you know that that uh, that rap or anything that did something with Taylor Swift? Like it's like it's a small company and Kendrick are, and Kendrick, Ice Spice. And I think Ice Spice is the first female rapper she's collaborated with. Yeah. That's so. what I was, I would, dog, when I seen that, because I ain't know nothing about all of this. So maybe Taylor is trying to smooth it over and pander a little bit. But I was shocked when I I'm like, Ice Spice? Like, out of all the people Taylor Swift could have collabed with, you know, she could have did something with Beyonce. She could have did something with an early Nicki Minaj. Not now, but early Nicki Minaj. She could have did, she could have collabed with a lot of, uh, Lot of people, Ice Spice. <laughs> I'm like, what? Yeah. So, uh, like, she could have did something with Cardi B, but man, she, dog, Ice Spice need to take this no matter what, man. <laughs> you could call me, uh, uh, what did what did the boyfriend call her? Uh, fat eight, uh, fat what? Uh, uh, <laughs> you got like a fat Chinese woman or something. Hey, you could call me a, a fat Chinese woman all you want, man. I, I'm getting a song with Taylor Swift. Chubby Chinese lady. Yeah, yeah dog. I I don't care. <laughs> like, dog, it's not a lot of people, especially somebody like her who don't even have an album out, um, getting a collab with Taylor Swift. No, nah, I'm perfectly fine with that. <laughs> yeah. So that's good for yeah. her. <laughs> I mean, honestly, it's probably the best thing to happen in her career. No, I mean, getting, no, for getting the Taylor Swift feature. I mean, look and look at how many Taylor Swift fans are not going to support Ice Spice. Yes, because they're yes. like they see her as a victim now. Yeah. So now they're going to bring her into the fold, and now the Spice Girl, whatever the Spice fan base is called, I don't know what the Ice Spice fans are called. I don't think they have a name. I think they're too new. <laughs> but uh, they're going to be accepted by the Swifties, man. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, we'll see. But yeah, yeah, this is uh Look, as big of a figure as Taylor Swift is, like I'm I'm she must just not give a fuck anymore, you know, because as big of a star she is, and you know the climate she's in right now, why would you even look, Nicki Minaj married a accused or a convicted sex offender. So I guess you love who you love, man. I don't know, but I don't get it. I feel like even if you like somebody. You got to be conscious of your pro- public image when you're somebody that big. But yeah, do you, I don't care. Do you think? Do you think Taylor Swift had any idea about what her boyfriend was into or the guy she's dating? I doubt it. Into, I, I, you mean, this- really, I, I think. Well, I think she listened to the podcast he was on. No, I don't think yeah. she gave a fuck about any of that. And I, I'm assuming she don't give a fuck now because yeah. look, he make her happy, so whatever. Yeah, but and I think, and I think. Honestly, like, I'm not trying to defend the guy. I, he probably shouldn't have said all that shit. But if if that was that type of podcast where you, you know, you kind of get into shit like that, like, maybe, maybe she was just like, why the fuck would you say that? You know you dating me. Yeah. So get that, delete that shit. <laughs> like, she probably don't give a shit. Because, look, we, we talk shit on here all the time, man. 
So it, it would probably be a little different if we were dating somebody, a, a, a high figure, and, you know, they take what we say and, 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 do, and do that on social media. So, like, like she probably, she probably was like, what, why the fuck would you do? Just, just delete that, man. <laughs> like, he probably, like, maybe he might not even been, uh, he probably was serious about <laughs> probably liking what he liked, but. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like, I, but yeah. But um, then again, there was, look. It's people, content over everything, man. People, yeah. people love to con- uh, do shit for content. Yeah. So, yeah. Very interesting, man. Damn, um, I did not know that was happening, man. That's crazy. It's been crazy with social media, man. I think somebody made a whole list of things that they want Taylor Swift to do. They want her to like donate to marginalized communities and all this stuff and all this stuff. It's wild, man. Um, HLW says, I spice fine. What the F? Just because he likes Tay Tay flat ass. Yeah, man. You, if, you, if you attracted to to Taylor Swift, there is no way you can find I spice attractive, man. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Or really any black woman, I feel. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. You got to be into skinny, skinny, tall chicks. Yeah. <laughs> because she's like the opposite. And, and Spice, uh, Ice Spice is light skin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so she probably mixed or something. I don't know. But. Like her and Taylor Swift are total opposites, man. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, very interesting, man. And yeah, I didn't know this was going on until recently, but it's been a a, a civil war in the Taylor Swift fan base, and it's tearing them apart. So yeah. <laughs> we'll see how that goes, man. But we did have our uh, Taylor Swift correspondent chime in on that, so I wanted to share that with y'all. Um, are you keeping up with the? Uh, fight between Kwame Brown and Shannon Sharp? I kind of have been, man. <laughs> I kind of have been. It, I don't know. It, it's funny, man. I think people need to realize, don't, just don't say anything about Kwame Brown, man. Like, what? It seems like people that pick a little, little dispute with Kwame end up, I, I don't want to say regret it, but at the end of it all, it's like, why did I even say anything? I should have just, <laughs> I shouldn't even mention this guy. Yeah, um, yeah, man. It, look, I, I'm shocked. I'm, I was, I'm not shocked that Kwame Brown talks shit about. And, and if y'all haven't been following, um, uh, Kwame Brown made a video. He always makes videos in his car for some reason, or his truck, whatever he's in. He made a, a video kind of shitting on LeBron for what he did at the end of the game, of, of the final game between the Lakers and the Nuggets in the Western Conference Finals. And he kind of shitted on LeBron and said what he should have done and said he ain't doing what he's supposed to do, whatever. And Shannon Sharp actually brought it up. They talked about it on Undisputed. So uh, basically, Shannon Sharp said what we thought he was going to say or anybody would say when they hear that Kwame Brown talks shit about LeBron which is basically what have you done in your career to talk shit about LeBron? You a bus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Shannon, uh, Kwame shot back, and he he kind of he asked him he 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 went in in his Kwame Brown way, but they've been going back and forth, I guess. But yeah, I don't know. Kwame, yeah. I, I'm really just shocked that they even brought him up, man. Like, yeah. Y'all know what y'all y'all know y'all 
give people a platform when you talk about them on a national show. So the fact that Kwame Brown said this shit and it actually got to your radar and you brought it up just because you had to defend LeBron is crazy to me, man. Like, were they running out of LeBron topics? <laughs> Did they have to bring this up to have some? Yeah. Maybe it was just a slow show day and they ran out of, there was no cowboy news. So it had to be all <laughs> LeBron for all three hours. So they had to <laughs> bring up Kwame Brown talking shit about LeBron. Yeah. So it was like the thing, it was crazy is because I listened to all the back and forth and um, Kwame, like him sitting on LeBron, it was strictly just basketball. Like it was on the court. He ain't really go personal. He was just, honestly, he was talking like how we would talk. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, like he tried to go for a five. Why he ain't shoot that? It, it, it was a lot of that. And then I think it was some other clips pretty much saying, I guess he bet, I guess he might have had a bet on LeBron or something like that. So that's why he's probably a little more amped up because he lost money. But he was kind of doing what what anybody else would do, but he was doing it in a Kwame Brown way. And um, to me, one thing I ain't like about the Shannon Sharp stuff. Like, it's okay to disagree with Kwame Brown. He could have said, nah, I disagree with that. I think that was the right move for him to go to the hole. They ain't call a foul. He could have did that. But he it seemed like he just went straight to attack him. Like, you you a bus. You, he said he's on the Mount Rushmore uh, uh, bus. Like, he just kind of just went at Kwame Brown. I was just like, damn. Like, that to me, that I think that was a mistake. I think he... He shouldn't have did that. And, and, and what's the irony of this is he was praising Kwame Brown and trying to and, and defending him on not being a bus. He was he was the one saying that, hey, he played 10 years in the league. Hey, he made around $60 million in the NBA. So he was the one, you know, originally like around when the Kwame era first started, the, the Kwame on YouTube era first started. Mm-hmm. Pretty much saying he's not a he was defending him. <laughs> so when you say something about LeBron, now you want to say he a bust? So it was just like, man, to me, I I, I thought that was kind of sorry a little bit from from Shannon Sharp. And the tricky thing is when somebody like a Shannon Sharp who worked for a big time network like that goes after somebody who don't work for a network at all, and for his free time, he liked to get on on the phone and just talk shit and have all the time in the world to do it and call you every name in the book without getting in trouble, I think that's where somebody like Shannon Sharp looked bad because you can't, you can you could do but so much because you work for Fox. And so, Shan, uh, uh, so Kwame Brown can sit there and say, you a company man, listen to them white folks. You ain't got no voice for real, thick tongue, this. Mm-hmm. He can say all everything, and Shannon Sharp can't say anything, man. He can, he got to keep it buttoned up. He um, Like Kwame said, you got to wake up 5 in the morning. You got to be nice and clean for those white folks. He, he can say all type of crazy stuff, and Shannon Sharp got to do exactly that, man. He can't, like, he can't, he can't fight fire with fire. And so at the end of it all, like being from Shannon Sharp point of view, it's like, why did I even say something about this guy? <laughs> like I shouldn't even brung him up. 
like somebody like that, that's that's a loose cannon. And I don't mean it in a bad way, but that's somebody who's not tied to ESPN. He's not he's not a company man at all. He's probably at the house chilling, rich, um, got his got his farm and all that, or whatever. He he's good. So whenever he he's get he get on social media, he just talks shit. He can say whatever the hell he wants. So I think that's the wrong type of person to get into it with. And I think I think people like Stephen A. Smith realize that. I think Stephen Jackson and um, the other dude realize that. So, uh, you can't uh, Kwame Brown. He ain't the punchline no more, man. You can't. I, I think it's not good for you to sit there and say, "Oh yeah, he he shouldn't weigh in on anything. He's a bus." I think that's. I think that will get you in more trouble than just not saying it at all. Yeah, and he was going viral on his responses, man, because he really went at Shannon Sharp. It was and, actually and yeah, funny. That's my, yeah, <laughs> and that's my issue too, man. Like, Shannon Sharp just got really upset when uh, uh, Skip Bayless went at some, went, had some personal attacks when Shannon Sharp was talking shit about uh, Tom Brady. Yeah. And Skip Bayless basically said that Shannon Sharp was a, a fucking, he was jealous. Yes. Of the fact that uh, Tom Brady played so long and he didn't play that long. Yeah. He got so many rings and Shannon Sharp didn't. But he he got upset when personal attacks were used against him to discount his opinion. Yes. But he's going to go and use personal attacks against Kwame Brown to yes. discount his opinion on the NBA. His strictly basketball on-court opinion. Yes. He never said look, LeBron is a bust or anything. He, he used straight-up stats. He's, I mean, not mm-hmm. stats, but... He pretty much said Jordan in that moment wouldn't have did that. Kobe in that moment would have, he 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 had a regular conversation like we all would have. Yeah. And I yeah, so bringing up the fact that he was a bust or wasn't did live up to the hype of, of being a number one pick is like, look, man, you can say that about a lot of analysts who analyze the game and have an opinion. And to be honest, I will take the opinion of somebody who played in the NBA over anybody who didn't. Yes. And that includes Shannon Sharp. And he's I don't he's, care. He's at least qualified. He's been undisputed, man. Yes. Uh Kwame at least qualified to talk about it. Yes. Like he only played 10 years in the league. You can say bust or what, but he played in the league, man. Yes, he played for a long time, man, and made some money. So I, I'm not gonna take I'm not gonna discount his opinion because he he was a bust. <laughs> you know, fuck it. I'll take his opinion over somebody who never played or touched a hardwood in the NBA ever. Okay. And Shannon Sharp, I will take his opinion on the NFL over anybody who didn't play in the NFL. Yeah. That's just how it works. So I just thought it was corny. Like, look, you can explain why Kwame is wrong and why you think LeBron did what he needed to do and just didn't work out, but you ain't have to go and talk about his failures as an NBA yeah. player. What did man. that have to do with anything? That ain't had nothing to do with it, man. <laughs> so yep. it, it looked real silly. Yeah. That's, now, it's funny because Skip did the same thing. Like, I've mentioned that earlier. Skip did the same thing to him. Yep. Like, And he cried about it. He got yes. really upset. Yes. <laughs> you always say I'm jealous. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Put he, your glasses on. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he he did the exact same thing because he he criticized Tom Brady a lot, and Skip said, "Oh, you saying that? You just saying that because you ain't got as many rings as him." 
or you ain't play as long as him. So well, he did the same thing. <laughs> yeah, and he couldn't see the iron. Like, he couldn't see that he did what he hated, Skip did. So yeah. it's just silly. But Shannon Sharp has built this character as being the number one LeBron defense force. So he's just doing what he has to do. Now, I hate to go here, but I have to ask you, are you aware of the conspiracies around Shannon Sharp and his stylist? <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> so I, I actually didn't know this until recently, and now I can't unsee it. So Shannon Sharp has this stylist who goes with him everywhere, it seems like. And he always promotes this dude. His name is, he goes by Hollywood Muggler. He's on IG and all this stuff. And he's always, if you see Shannon Sharp at courtside, he's with this guy, his stylist. The stylist is everywhere with him, apparently. Mm. He's on his podcast. They seem to travel a lot. And Shannon Sharp talks about the unbreakable bond he has with this guy. <laughs> and Shannon Sharp is this man's only client as a stylist as well. Mm. So people did research on this guy and found out that. Do you remember Kerry Rhodes, the NFL player? Kerry Rhodes. Nah. Kerry Rhodes. He was an NFL player and he got um, exposed by being in a relationship with another man. Mm. And that man is Hollywood Muggler. Oh, is it? Yes. Damn. This guy, this guy exposed Kerry Rhodes and said <laughs> they were in a relationship for a while. Damn. And they had pictures together and everything. And it was like, okay. So this guy, who was not also not a stylist back then, he was something else. But he was not a stylist. He was not in the fashion. Mm. But now he is the exclusive stylist of Shannon Sharp and goes with him everywhere. Damn. And they have an unbreakable bond. <laughs> and by the way, he closed off his comments because oh, people, wow. were <laughs> people were starting to put two or two together. Some dots. <laughs> And uh, look, I don't know. Um, there, look, I'm accepting of all lifestyles. I don't give a fuck. But I just think it's interesting how um, the conspiracy is starting to ramp up now. Because, like I said, these guys are look at that that <laughs> scroll up a little bit. This one, that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what's going on there, man? <laughs> <laughs> His, well, yeah, what's up with nothing, all the random pictures, man? This is like nothing the, but Shannon Sharp pictures, man, and him. Yeah. So, like, look, man, I don't care if I'm a stylist or not, man. I'm not posting no separate, no solo picture of a, a guy that's not me. <laughs> well, if you if you picked out the clothes, I get it. But like I said, this guy is the only stylist of Shannon Sharp, and he had not been a stylist that long. Because he was not a stylist when he was with Kerry Rhodes. <laughs> so, uh, also, there was a, yeah, every day, every game that courts out with the Lakers, he, he's there with them. And I'm like, okay, live your truth, man. But So, is he, with him, on, is he with him on the set, too? Has to be. <laughs> he goes everywhere with him. He's on the podcast, I mean, he, too. Look at all these pictures on the right. It's like the same damn pose and everything. Dog. I was listening to the, uh, he was doing the podcast with somebody and he was like making jokes with Hollywood Muggler off, off set. It's like he wasn't even in the picture. He was like, uh, hey, Hollywood, what do you think about that? Let's let's go there. Hollywood, what do you think about that? <laughs> I was like, damn, man. So damn. look, 
there there is conspiracies going on that they're they are in a relationship. And I look, I, I don't care, but I just think it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> but uh also apparently he um Shannon Sharp announced like a new brand manager for his tequila or whatever kind of Hennessy he got. Mm. And he announced this guy. And when you go to his page, it's nothing but this nigga in draws. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm not shitting you, man. Because everybody was in the comments like, hey, yo, Unc, what's going on here? <laughs> hey, yo. Unc, you got something you want to tell us, man? <laughs> why this nigga naked in all his pictures, man? <laughs> and why is nothing he had, nothing he was doing... <laughs> Signified that he was promoting any kind of brand or anything, man. Yeah. So man, it's so hilarious when people see something like that. They, hey, yo. <laughs> <laughs> like, yo. <laughs> so that is the current conspiracy or the theory about a cons- surrounding Shannon Sharp is that he is in relationship with his stylist. Damn, and that's crazy. Look, I don't care either way. Yeah. I just think it's funny. Like, he seems to be. Digging into it even more since the rumor started, he said he, there was some post he had. He said like it was one of the pictures of him just standing there in some kind of fit, mm-hmm. and he said, "Hey Hollywood." The caption said this: "Hey Hollywood, do you ever wonder what they say about us in their group chats?" Yeah, me neither. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Figgy, you've been friends with a lot of dudes, man. Did you ever have I any? Ne- imagine if like, I say like that. that. Imagine if I post a picture of me and you. <laughs> hey, guy. Hey, Rocket. <laughs> I wonder what they saying about us in our in their group chats. <laughs> I guarantee yeah, you, you will comment like, "Hey, yo, <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo." And every every comment about him, he has the. Uh, Unbreakable Bond hashtag in all caps. Unbreakable Bond. I, I'm looking at his his uh his profile now. It's a personal stylist for Shannon Sharp. Hashtag Club Shay Shay. Like I'm not look man. I'm all for being yeah. a stylist and all that stuff. I'm not dedicating my whole page to you, man. <laughs> and he actually changed that because people pointed that out when the rumors started circulating. He said. <laughs> Personal stylist for Shannon Sharp only in all caps. He took the yeah. only part out because people were starting yeah. to look like, wait, <laughs> you only do one client and you follow yeah. him everywhere? Okay. Yeah. So. Damn. Look. Yeah. Like I said, I don't care. It, it, I don't care what people do behind, behind closed doors, man. It makes no difference to me. But yeah. I just think it's a, a funny theory that he is not denied. <laughs> yeah, so, I never. And I know he reads the comments because he be yeah. reacting to shit. Yeah, I know he sees. He be this clapping shit, back. Yeah, but so, I, I yeah I never seen nothing like that before because you see a lot of celebrity stylists and all that stuff, but I never seen one that was like that exclusive to one person. And I know I'm sure it's some like that, but this mm-hmm. is very exclusive. It's like he devoted his whole life. Only to Shannon Sharp. And again, it would be one thing if this guy had a history of being a stylist, but he doesn't. <laughs> like, this guy was a, a boyfriend, an NFL player, and he was doing something else. As his, I think it was like a manager or something or something else. Mm-hmm. He was not a, a stylist at this point. Damn. And, and now he is for one person. So, 
Look, man. For one person. <laughs> <laughs> and they have an unbreakable bond. Yeah. Just, so. ima- just imagine hopping around like that, man. Just w- one moment you're a manager for somebody, and then, you know, that blow up. And then out of nowhere, hey, I'm a personal stylist for one person. Yep. Damn, that's crazy And See, that's what I like about the internet sometimes, man They will investigate They A lot of times they be wrong (laughs) They be dead ass wrong But Mm -hmm. they will uncover some shit (laughs) They will get down to the bottom of it (laughs) Yeah Now now every time if you see a a picture of a Shannon Sharp courtside with a stylist You'll see some comments, man People are starting to (laughs) Starting to Starting to cross some dots. I'm gonna see this shit. Like, I'm gonna see this shit all the time now, man. Because I never even heard it. I ain't even hear this before. Yeah, I didn't know until recently myself, and now I can't (laughs) unsee it, dog. Because this nigga really is everywhere with Shannon Sharp, man. Damn. And I'm like, you would think if you had courtside seats to the Lakers, like you would bring a girl sometimes. (laughs) Like if you were if you were heterosexual man, you would think like. You you would bring a girl sometimes, maybe your kids, maybe your daughter, somebody, some maybe a relative. It's always this one guy, man. Yeah. <laughs> Every single time he's courtside, he's, <laughs> this one guy is with him, man. And I'm like, okay. So, yeah. like I said, I don't care if he is or isn't, but it's just funny. <laughs> no, it is. <laughs> Salute to him, man. <laughs> so, yeah. And and he be doing stuff like he like he 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 talks about. Oh, I want I did it for my girl and this my girl. Like he be going over with the talking about girlfriends in the past and shit. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. You trying to clear some shit up. All right. Yeah. <laughs> but hey, live your truth, man. I ain't judging nobody. But that's that's the rumor going on around. Yeah, around man, with Shannon this dude was posting the hell out of him too, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey man, uh, it is what it is. So <laughs> And I think this guy, like, he he untags himself on Twitter whenever Shannon Sharp tags him. And I think he's really trying to stay low-key. Oh, but, really? Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it, is, yeah it, is, it is what it is, man. I ain't, you know, <laughs> live your hilarious. <laughs> but, uh, I think the funny yeah. part of all this is how everybody discovered he was with in the, rela- the other relationship at one yeah, point. Yeah, that, that was some hardcore <laughs> investigation. I'm like, oh, man. damn. I had no idea. And then it's like, it's the same guy? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, that's hilarious. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, very interesting. That's the uh, the rumor going around. But like I said, n- I, nothing confirmed, <laughs> of course. So yeah, I don't wanna yeah, it's Twitter news. Read no bullshit, but that's just what people are saying. I'm tapped in, okay? I hear, I hear what the streets are saying. Yeah. In the comments. <laughs> Um, anything else happened this week, man? Um, we talked about white men can't jump with Landry. So listen to that podcast. If you want to hear our thoughts on that movie. Yeah. Um, the, the, uh, I guess Kim had something to say about Kanye. I heard she did mention that, uh, his comments had more, will do more damage than her sex tape to her kids, which. Yeah. How you feel I about mean, I that? I would say they're probably equal. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, Kanye's talking crazy, but at least he ain't sucking another man's dick <laughs> on yeah. TV. That's not your daddy. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know, man. It's uh, <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I don't know. How, I mean, 
I don't yeah. know how to I, interpret that really. Yeah, I'm kind of interested. So I, I, um, I don't really keep up with Kim Kardashian to be honest. Yeah. But um, I know this. I start seeing her weighing in a lot more. Like I've been, I've been seeing way more stuff on Kim Kardashian on Kanye. So I'm like, why the fuck? Like, like what? I was, I was curious. I had to do a little digging. And I realized, I guess her show is currently on. So mm-hmm. maybe you know the uh, the sh- the shit that was recorded is now airing. So that's why these quotes and all this stuff is coming out about Kanye. But I'm like, damn, why is she weighing in on Kanye right now? This motherfucker is laying low. <laughs> like, he been kind of quiet. I guess he with his alleged uh, new wife. And he been kind of quiet. So I'm like, why is she keep coming out here saying all this shit now at this point? So I, I thought that was interesting at first, but I realized, I guess, the show is going on. So I guess when the show airs, you get these quotes. And it probably happened in real time and... We like a year later or some shit. Yeah. So yeah. yeah so I, I did think it was interesting. Um, man, she got slaughtered for um saying how hard it is being a single mother. <laughs> oh yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, they tore her ass. So I ain't gonna lie, man. Um I kind of feel I I I kinda understand. I don't wanna say I'm under understand where she's coming from, but I think I feel like we all look at the you know the money part like oh it ain't hard being a single mother but I was I guess I was thinking a little more deeper like I, I'm I'm sure it's kind of hard trying to explain to the kids why your dad is acting like a lunatic and why is he doing all this saying all of this and stuff like that so I I want I, I mean I don't even know if she meant it like that but um, I I do kind of feel for for her on that part. Like damn, it 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 do gotta suck when you been with somebody for so long, and now you're not with that person, and it's just constant back and forth and drama and all that stuff. I don't, I don't think she's sitting there struggling trying to find a babysitter, but I do think it. it I I do think that part that part is hard. Uh, when it comes to like I guess being a single mother, but they were staring her ass up though, man. Of course they were, man. <laughs> And here's the thing people don't understand, dog. Like, your struggles are only relative to what you've been through, okay? So it, that's what what people hate about parents is because whenever you talk about how you're having a hard time, parents always go to, oh, you got a roof over your head, don't you? Yeah. You got food in your stomach, don't you? Or like, they, okay, or, or they yes, try to we're have not a, homeless. Yeah, or they try to have a demeasuring contest. Well, you know, yes. I, I, I have five kids. And I had to make it work. <laughs> or, you know, I ain't have a job at all, but I had yeah. to do this. Or, you know, like, I'm not you. Like, this is not this is not your situation. This is my situation. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and, and yes, does she know what the average single mother goes through? Probably not. But in her life, where how she's lived before and living now, is it hard for her? Yeah, I'm sure it is. Yeah. Is it hard? Would it be hard for us still being rich? Probably not as hard. But look, she's speaking to her own experience, man. Yeah. She's not like, and we do it too. When we're having Mm -hmm. a hard time, look, there's always somebody doing worse than us. Yes. Who you can point to and say, hey, how dare you? At least you got a house, or at (laughs) least you got an apartment, or at least you got a car, or at least you got somewhere to sleep at night. 
Like you could always play that game, man. Yes, all the time, man. So yeah, whenever somebody says they're having a hard time, you want to point out the fact that people are having it harder. Don't be don't, yeah. who gives a fuck, man. Like yeah. look, we all talk about our, our our problems are all relative to what we go through. So yeah, so I, I, I kind of felt bad. I mean, I know she's rich. I shouldn't be all sad about it, yeah. but like it's something like she's human at the end of the day, man. She got all them kids. I, I think I think they got like three or four kids. And like imagine trying to sit there and explain why your dad, why your dad not here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> why you why daddy not, you know, um living with us or something like that. It's little stuff like that. It's not money-wise. Like she not sitting there, you know, living off the government or some shit. But just a little shit. Look, it's a lot easier when um you're married and, and your dad the dad is in the house rather than he him not being there and y'all beefing. So yeah, I'm sure it is a struggle. I'm, I'm sure it's a struggle when she's trying to have a damn birthday party and Kanye pulling up acting crazy, probably. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, that's part of that's part of being a single mother. I think a lot of people can relate to that who Baby daddy show up unexpectedly and acting a fool. Like I'm, I, I, I'm guessing that happened with her too. So, um, but I, look, I was all for for them tearing her ass up in the comments. So I, yeah, I, I was fine with it, man. She'd be all right. <laughs> yeah, she'd be all right. She tough, right? Yeah. <laughs> um. Oh yeah, we uh, didn't even bring this up. Um, uh, HRW on Twitch asked. Did y'all talk about DeAndre Hopkins getting released? Does he end up with the Chiefs? So, yeah, DeAndre Hopkins got released today. Um, couldn't find anybody to trade him to, apparently. So, um, everybody's wondering, does he come back to the Texans? Do y'all want him back in the Texans? Will he go somewhere else? Will he go to the Chiefs? I don't know where he's going to end up, man. I mean, I do think he's on a downturn. I mean, shit, he got busted for PEDs. And had to sit out a half a season, basically. And uh, his production is not what it used to be. He's getting older. And the fact that they couldn't find anybody to trade him to make it worth it speaks yeah. a lot as well. So apparently the league doesn't think he's that valuable anymore. But yeah, or not worth I don't that know money. where he ends up, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I have no idea. Yeah, I know a lot of people um, in Houston specifically super excited thinking you know maybe we can bring them back look i will be okay i i, I think it really depends man like mm-hmm. i i think i think they should definitely talk to him see where he at but i don't know if he want to come here i felt like he had a point in his career where he probably got all the money he can get and he he probably want to try to get a ring now he want to win win so uh like hr said i can I can see him going to the Chiefs, man. <laughs> that that will hurt. That 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 will really hurt. But do you see him going to the Browns? I, to me personally, you can with, with uh, Deshaun Watson. Me personally, I don't. I don't see it, man. Because I don't know how good the Browns gonna be. I got to be honest. And um, I think if if uh, if he want to go to like a cold weather city like that, he better off. Going to Kansas City, and you know it'd be a for sure Super Bowl contender because I don't think the Browns are Super Bowl contender. Like, I I, I just don't think so. Or he can go to a a, a a team like Buffalo, 
that I think they was he he did mention he would like to play with Josh Allen. So um yeah, I I don't really see him going to the Browns at all. Um I'm not saying the Browns got top-notch receivers, but I feel like they kind of loaded up already. So I I just I don't know if they would uh I don't know if he would go to the Browns. I'd be shocked if he goes to the Browns. But uh I know Deshaun Watson want to play with him. But mm-hmm. I I just think he might be in this career where he he might want to go to Buffalo, he might want to go to Kansas City or something like that. Could be. I don't know. I don't know. It's uh it'll be interesting to see where he goes, man. Um yeah, I have no idea. I'm wondering if he has like a reputation that people just don't want him around, maybe. Maybe they see him as a diva and also they see his uh production dropping off, so I don't yeah. know, but I'm sure he'll. Somebody's gonna take him, man. He still got oh, talent. He still can play. One hundred percent. I think no. I think somebody's gonna take. I think, I think um, Arizona was just in a bad place. Mm-hmm. They um, they gave him a new deal, and that contract was crazy. And they're not gonna be good this year because Kyler Murray he's still hurt, so he ain't even gonna start the season. I don't even know who's gonna be their starter. It might be the dude that came out of U of H. <laughs> because hmm. he what's his name Toon uh, Tank Dell yeah. not, not Tank Dell but um, the oh you mean uh, uh, Rod Toon is what I call him Rod Toon not a cartoon I don't know you're talking about yeah Toon. yeah he got, he got drafted to the Cardinals Clayton Toon Clayton That's Toon right. Clayton Toon yeah yep so um, shit it might be him so I don't think I, I wouldn't be surprised if they was trying to hang it up a little bit this year and try to get rid of you know let him go where he want to go and them mm-hmm. teams ain't want to trade for that contract. It was a big contract, so them, they know that they know nobody was going to trade for that shit. So it'd be better off just releasing him and trying to get him that way. So I th- I think a lot of team man, you got shoot. Even though I don't think it's Cleveland, you got people like Cleveland. You got um, Baltimore. You got Buffalo. You got Kansas City. You got the Eagles. You got the Jets. It's I think it's a lot of teams that would take him in, especially since he's a free agent now. But um, but the production, I don't know. He's 31 years old, so the production might go down. I don't know. We'll see, man. Be interesting to see where he goes. I think it's just surprising that he just got released like that. But yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see where he goes, man. So mm-hmm. that's all I got to say about that. Yeah. Um. Anything else happen this week? So we wrap this one up now, man. Uh, I think I might about to do it. Uh, yeah, I think that's all I got. Yeah. Let me make sure there ain't none trending. Yeah, I don't see anything. Uh, let me see. Why is Mike Bibby trending? <laughs> Random shit. Wrestling must be on because I'm seeing a bunch of wrestling shit. Yeah, but it's, uh, it's yeah, I don't see much. So yeah. uh, I think that might do it, man. I think that might uh. I hate when you at when you look for somebody trending and it's just people asking why is the person trending. Yes, like can't y'all just say why somebody's trending instead of asking why somebody is? No, that's Shit, the worst. Man, that gets my nerves, man. Yeah. <laughs> that's one change Elon could have made for the better. Just a quick <laughs> reason why somebody's trending, but no. Oh, speaking of <laughs> Elon, the blue check is gone, man. Oh yeah, I saw that. I was going to ask you about that, man. It's gone. <laughs> How do you feel? You feel naked without it? I actually feel normal. 
<laughs> like it was a couple times I say something and whenever somebody disagree, oh, I would expect somebody who paid for a blue truck to say mm-hmm. this. Like it, it, I felt weird trying to explain like, no, I didn't pay for this blue check. Like they didn't take my like I ain't trying to do that to to a fucking um nobody who's on Twitter mm-hmm. with no profile picture. But um I feel better, I feel normal. Um, I'm glad I had it at one point, but I don't care for it now, man. Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like they had to start removing it because that's in a way false advertisement, man. To say somebody paid for Twitter when they didn't. Yeah. that That's almost using that to say, hey, you should pay for Twitter because this guy did. Yeah. And they didn't. Yeah. So, like, why are you saying that they did pay and provide their phone number and all this bullshit. So yeah. And they yeah, did man, they did weird. they did eventually change how it uh exactly what it say. Because if you look at the um if you look at like the verified accounts now, it just say this account is verified. Learn more. Oh okay. So it it'll yeah. say this account paid for Twitter blue. I bet it was a legal thing they got hit with man. Season probably so. or something. Because you can't I'm sure LeBron has something to say about that. He was like huh. fuck that I didn't pay for this shit. No, honestly, I think that that's what it was. I think um, because I think um, when they took all the celebrities shit away, and then I think mm-hmm. LeBron said I ain't paying for whatever he said, and then it was rumors saying that Elon gave you know paid for a few celebrities uh, blue check mart or some shit, mm-hmm. and this is like damn, like they took Kim Kardashian's blue check at one point because I seen it. I'm like, damn, mm-hmm. they got everybody. And I still got mine. But then later on, hers was back. And it just said, pay for Twitter blue. And I'm just <laughs> like, I'm just like, I know she ain't pay for Twitter blue. They just that was just he probably just hit the button and gave it back to her. And that's what it said on there. And which is false advertisement because she probably didn't pay for it. So um they probably changed the verb verbiage right there. Hold up. Uh, breaking news from our uh, Taylor Swift correspondent, Joanna. She Uh-oh. just texted me this image, uh, this image of Ice Spice, who just came out with Taylor Swift on her tour tonight. Oh, shit. So this is the picture. Maybe you can I, see it. Oh, yeah. Okay. I mean, so Taylor Swift just brought out Ice Spice on whatever city she's at right now on tour. So... Damn. Is this pandering or is this cool, Figgy? What are your thoughts on it? I say it's 100% pandering. <laughs> I, I think it's pandering, man. Because I don't think she would have did this if this situation didn't happen. Mm-hmm. And uh, honestly, we, we were joking around with uh, about Joanna not knowing who Ice Spice was until this situation happened. Shit, Taylor Swift probably didn't know who Ice Spice was until this situation happened. No, Taylor Swift knew. I'm, I'm you, pretty sure. Uh, you think so? Well, maybe no. Eh. She probably. I mean, I would. I would think she's tapped into music. This would pop music period. This so what I, I would think so. This what I think happened. I think, I think she found. I mean, she heard about what her dude was saying and all this other stuff, and she probably was like, "Who is Ice Spice?" She probably looked her up, heard some songs, and said, "All right, this song is actually all right." And they probably got they, her team probably got together and said, "Hey, you should do something with her. Let's try to smooth this over," type of thing. I don't think I don't think she 
I don't think she heard the clip of her boyfriend say, why, why would he say something about Ice Spice? Like, I don't think she had a clue, man. Because, I, I mean, it's pretty normal for people to be tapped in and know what's going on. But it's also I, it's also understandable when celebrities have no idea who somebody is because mm-hmm. she is on tour. She been tapped in. She do three shows in each city. Yeah, the shows be about four hours. So I can't even imagine what she doing another the uh, the other hours of the day. So I could I could totally understand if Taylor Swift wasn't familiar with Ice Spice. But um, look, man, it's it's good pandering. It's bad pandering. Look, I, I'm fine with it, man. You can, Some people could say it's bad pandering, but I think it will help Ice Spice more than it helped Taylor Swift because Taylor Swift ain't got to do this. But I think somebody like Ice Spice without an album and uh, with a lot of, you know, a lot behind her, I think this could help her a lot. So I'm, I'm fine with it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, this might end up being the best thing ever happened to Ice Spice getting dissed by Taylor Swift boyfriend. So, yeah, yeah, very interesting. Um, look, I guess it helps both of them in a way. It helps Taylor Swift avoid some of the racism allegations, I guess, <laughs> of racism by association, I guess. Yeah, and Ice Spice, of course, it helps her a lot in her career as well. So, I don't know. Very yeah. interesting, though. Yeah. Very it's, interesting. This kind of remind me of, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with the rapper um, Doughboy. Um, mm-hmm. He's originally from Cleveland. No, uh, not Cleveland, East Cleveland. And um, uh, Machine Gun Kelly actually hopped on his song a couple years ago. This was before he went super punk rock. Mm-hmm. And I remember looking at the comments because this was kind of a big deal in Cleveland. And I was looking at the comments on the, on YouTube and there was a lot of Machine Gun Kelly fans like, I'm just here because of Machine Gun Kelly. Who is this other guy? And they were just like flooding this YouTube shit, man. I'm like, damn, that's that's crazy. Just Machine Gun Kelly hopping on a song and hopping in a video. Pretty much turned up that 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 um that vi- his his comments. And they had no idea who that dude was. And, this, wild, and, and, and mind you, this is this wasn't like punk star, punk rock, Machine Gun Kelly. He was still rapping, mm-hmm. and they had no idea who he was. It was just like I, I just came here for Machine Gun Kelly. This song hard. Who is this guy? I'm like, damn, that's crazy. So I'm sure it's gonna be a lot of that with Ice Spice. Uh, uh, who is this girl? Or she she looked good. Or I like this song, or I'm sure it's probably gonna be a lot of that too. So it's gonna help Ice Spice. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And, and I kind of um, like this because you know she didn't wait till you know like Cardi B was a super mega star to you know finally collab with her. Like Ice Spice, she, she's a, she's the hottest thing right now, but she's not like a super mega star. Like I think she got like a few some few songs. And she, you know, doing shows and stuff like that. But she's still kind of on the come up. And so, you know, it's dope that she got a Taylor Swift collab or whatever you want to call it this early. Yeah. Um, It kind of reminds me when Eminem came out with Elton John after he was getting protested by a bunch of gay groups because Eminem's second album, he said the F word a lot, the Mm. other F word a whole lot. And people said he was homophobic and 
preaching hate speech and all this stuff. He was getting protested at his shows, and he brought out Elton John, except it's not the same because Elton John was way bigger. <laughs> it's not yeah. like it helped Elton John's career nah, to didn't. come out, yeah. uh, but it did help Eminem. I, I guess I don't think pe- I don't think the Elton John fans was like, "Who is this guy?" Yeah, <laughs> 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 yeah. I don't think it helped Elton John's career, but it did help uh, Eminem dodge some of the uh, homophobic allegations, I guess, because they held hands and everything. Man, it was crazy. Yeah. But um, so yeah, here we go. But here's the thing though, in this day and age, this is not enough for people. Okay. It's not. <laughs> so I don't think this is gonna kill the controversy, honestly. Right, I feel well, like people are yeah. gonna see this as pandering and they're gonna say, What have you done? Uh they're not gonna be happy until she breaks up with this dude. Straight yeah. up, period. Yeah. And she kicks him off the tour or whatever. I'm kind of curious how this is gonna affect her going forward. Like, can she, because, you know, some people just ride it out until the wave die, until, the, you know, the heat die down. Or is it just going to pick up where she going to have to address it? Because she can't, I don't think she got just high from it or not say anything. I think she going to have to address something. Like I'm, I'm kind of curious what's going to happen after that, because I think it'd be crazy because, like, I don't know their relationship. And she seemed like she happy. Mm-hmm. But it'd be crazy if she ha- if she had to break up with him because of the fans. That's that's insane. But this could have an effect on her going forward, though. Especially if you know you got all this drama going on because she's not really, you know, outside of the Kanye stuff. She she wasn't really in a bunch of like negative stuff like that. Yeah. And look, nobody's going to take her up. She can't apologize for it because she didn't say it. So what is she supposed to say? Like, I'm sorry my boyfriend said this shit. And by the way, apparently he's the uh, lead singer of a British rock group called the 1975. Oh, I'm familiar with that group. Yeah, he's the lead singer in that group. Oh, so so he ain't no little backup man, I guess. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, man. So he's he's. Look, he yeah. he would have to say something, and I doubt he's going to. Because if he did, and by the way, this podcast wasn't like years ago. This happened in February oh, yeah. of this year, so a few months ago. <laughs> so it's not like he can be like that was a long time ago, and I've changed my views. Yeah. So look, man, and the fact that he talked about Ice Spice proves that it was very recent. Yeah. Look, uh, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't look. What can? All they got, I'm sure their plan right now is just to shut the fuck up and let it die down or let it blow over. Yeah, that's all but, they can do, man. I don't know yeah. what else they can do. And and it's really interesting now because this is a this was a bit time group. Like I, yeah. I I always ran across this group a lot, so that's that's really interesting now because now that can affect the, uh, that group. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I don't yeah. know, I don't know what type of fans he got, but. I guess they don't give a fuck, man. Yeah. I don't think it was a controversy until she he was connected with Taylor Swift. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Very interesting, man. We'll we'll Damn. see. I'll, I'll keep y'all updated with our, our Taylor Swift correspondent and see what yeah. other ha- what else happens. This shit, this shit better than um talking about Tory Lanes and fucking Meg. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, like I said, it's fun when it's we nobody got, you we, care about. We ain't got no dog in the fight. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I'm just in the neutral observer. Okay? Yeah, I'm over I'm here. Invest- what I see, I'm over here investigating this shit. I'm like, man, 
<laughs> we gonna keep y'all updated with the more Taylor Swift news. Yep, yep, yep. We might. Hey, if this keeps heating up, we might have to welcome our uh, our our friend on the podcast, our Taylor Swift correspondent. She might have to report on it for us because she's got the inside scoop. Because I'm sure she's tapped in like none of us are. Yeah. So not to get her on, man. We'll see what she thinks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, we'll go ahead and wrap this one up, man. I think it's about time. Appreciate everybody who came through on the podcast, man. Appreciate y'all for watching us and streaming with us. Uh, HRW on Twitch, Armchair, GM, Keyboard, Coach on YouTube. Miguel, of course, as well. Everybody who watched our uh, show with Landry earlier as well. Make sure y'all check that out uh, on the podcast page, on YouTube, all that. Great talk with Landry Locker. And yeah, man, make sure y'all stay tuned to In the Loop 10 to 2 Sports Radio 610. Hope y'all have a great Memorial Day weekend. And until next time, you sliding around playing Eminem Yoko. You sliding around playing Eminem Yoko. You and y'all like. I caught a pain. I caught a pain out to Cleveland. I caught a pain out to Cleveland late last evening. You sliding around playing Eminem Yoko. You and y'all lady? Ace.